Yo. Yo, yo. What up, people? What's going on? How we doing? We here, boy. We another another early Friday show. Because we yeah. got an early card tomorrow, UFC London. Mm. Two cards in a row uh, that are starting at, last week was what, 11 a.m.? Early as fuck. This one is 12 p.m. I kind of like it earlier, right? Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I actually, I actually like the fact that we even start earlier. That way we get it out the way. You saying this? Yeah. Yeah. I and I like the early cards because that way I got the rest of the day to do whatever. To do I whatever, want. right? Yeah. I mean, I like and you can casually drink a beer at 11 a.m. without an issue. <laughs> That's the excuse. Yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> fight time. Like, what? What are you talking about? I can drink a beer. True. Nah, but uh, what up, people? How are we doing today? Feels good to be here. Looking at right. a good. Con- <laughs> 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 is this thing on? Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> What do you think is happening right now? Why are you acting like it's your first day out here, Philip? No, I'm just being annoying. But I am also high. But that's probably it. Um, But we're looking at a pretty good card here. Are we not? Let me pull it up here. Uh, First fight of the night. (laughs) Exhaustive said the Phil show. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's what it's giving right now. Uh, Love it. First fight. Yep. Claudio Silva versus Nicholas Dalby. Mm. This is a right... Uh, I feel like Nicholas Dalby is a guy that gets in these crazy, crazy wars. Regardless of the fight, he's getting some crazy-ass fights. He has a karate background. Mm. I like the way he moves. A little awkward, you know, but it's, like, very evasive. He also has a win over uh, a controversial controversial win, I guess, people may say. Some may say. Over uh, Daniel Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. Um in this fight, I think he has the advantage on the feet. But oh, yeah. Claudia Silva, god damn boy. Claudia Silva, his wrestling is crazy. Mm. And not his wrestling, his jiu-jitsu, his mm-hmm. BJJ is crazy. Mm. So that's where he's going to rely on in this fight, is what you think. Yeah. Right off the bat. Because Nicholas Dalby, I mean, I feel like he's no more as known more as a striker. Like yeah. you said, karate-based ba- background. Uh, he's coming to this fight, getting in crazy, crazy wars, like I said previously. But how do you see this fight going then? Um, I'm taking... I'm taking Claudia. You're going to take Claudia. If Claudia gets gets him down. Even though he's older, he gets him down. His jiu-jitsu is actually really, really, really good. 39 years old. Yeah, it's 14-3 record. He's got nine wins by submission. So, I mean. If he gets it to the ground. He's known to gas a little bit, but I think if he gets it to the ground, I think he's he, he gets it done handily. But the way for, uh, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Aye, aye, aye. Stoltz. Nicholas Dalby. Dalby. <laughs> I'm having a brain fart. But the way for Dalby to win, I think that is he just needs to keep it on the feet. Mm. And easier said than done. So we're looking at the classic striker versus grappler match. And uh, 39 years old. Once again, these Brazilians, bro, they don't know when to stop. They don't age. It's something in the water or the steroids. <laughs> Straight up. <right? laughs> it's something in the water or the steroids. Oh, man. But that this is a great fight to start the card off. It is. I'm surprised uh, that these guys are on a, like, the early, early prelims, like first fight on the early prelims. Yeah, I mean, these are well-known names. And I also, I didn't know Nicholas Dalby was 37 years old. That's pretty old. They're two older guys. So maybe that's why? And the thing, you know how I feel about it, right? I don't. Let me know in chat. Feel free to let me know what y'all think. Um, typically, as a grappler, 37 years old, 39 years old, whatever, you're a grappler, right? The same, say you're the same age but a striker. I think your skill set takes a harder hit than the grappler as a striker. Right. Because, you know, jiu-jitsu or BJJ or even wrestling, I think is mostly BJJ. It's applied knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. It's applied knowledge. You never really forget it. You never forget that. You can always do it. 
Whereas striking, it is kind of like applied knowledge. It is, but it's mostly neurological. You know what I'm saying? Like your body needs to be able to react. You know, you need to you need depth perception. You right. need uh, things that are going to leave you faster. You know what I mean? Reflexes and shit like that to be able to parry punches, slip and and have good eyes and, and just moving. All your agility is like takes a hit, I think. Mm-hmm. So as a striker, if you're and you're moving up in age, if you're not evolving and developing in your grappling, I think that you just you're you, fucking yourself. Right. You're just gonna go down. I mean, especially if you are mainly striking, you're just you're getting these crazy fights and taking all that damage to your head year after year. That's gonna just do yeah, a toll on you. One hundred percent. Compared to a guy that's just doing strictly jujitsu or just a, a grappler, like like Ryan Hall, for example. That guy's yeah, not, exactly. That guy's not getting any crazy wars. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, he, got, he got finished that one. He got time, knocked but. out by Ilya Taporia, but yeah, that was a, that's another that's another one. But uh, in this fight, I'm gonna I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna put I'm, this is gonna be one of my locks, boys. Ooh. So for the betters out there, if you're betting, this is a top lock, right? This is one of the locks right here. I'm I'm saying uh, I'm saying Claudio Silva takes this one. Out. Well, Claudio Silva comes in at plus two ten, and Nicholas Dalby minus two fifty. So if that's a lock right there, that's yeah, you a, come up a little bit. You that's make making some nice money. Yeah. So damn, that's a, that's a big lock. There you go, first fight of the night, you get in your first lock. That is. Uh, but also, shout out Aaron M. Subscribe 23 months. He said, what's up, fellas? One more month equals two straight years. Mm. Let's go, bro. Mm. What the hell? That's crazy we've been even doing this for that long. Oh, wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn, hell yeah, bro. That's awesome. And Lee, and Lee Dynasty said, yo. My boy, Lee what up, Nasty. <laughs> what's, good? what's good, Lee? Bong420, first time chat viewer, said Wagwan. Oh, Bong's in Di- Bong's from Discord. Yes, he is. Bong, what up, Bong? What up, bro? How you doing? But for real, Aaron M. That's awesome. Thank you. That's amazing. Two straight years. That that really is wild. Hey, thank you for that, Aaron. Much love, man. We appreciate you. People have been listening to this nonsense for that long. Thank <laughs> you right. for sticking with us. Right, <laughs> sticking with us for that long. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, Juggernaut Boxer said, "Word: A strong workout routine and solid meal plan gets them the longevity." Talking about going back towards what we were talking about before. Yeah. All right. Next up, what we got? Next up, we have Mandy Baum versus Victoria Lenardo in the women's flyweight division. I don't know much, I don't know much about either of these women. Um what I can say is Victoria Leonardo is jacked. Is she? I didn't even see her. She is in this photo here. Let me pull it up. Let me see it. Yeah, I want to see. Cuz you know we love our jacked fighters, female fighters. Like what's her name? <laughs> the Brazilian Who's we? <laughs> yeah, that's a guilty man. What? That's a guilty man. Is like, you know, we love our female fighters. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, though. Chat, chat, chat. I, I don't even gotta say it on here. Chat. Come so on, give us bro. chat right now. I know chat. Chat got something to say about that. They, they don't. They, they're good. They're good. They enjoy it too. I think they like them because you know what? Not it's, they like them. <laughs> Forward Norwood says she's huge. But I mean. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? That Brazilian chick. Yes, we all. I think we all know who you're talking about. <laughs> I actually don't know who you're talking you know, about. She, <laughs> you know, come on now. It's plain. It's, it's plain. It's plain. We need to ge- get into I it. I genuinely do not know who you're talking about. Can you put her on the screen or something? No, nah, I don't even know her name. Not Gabby Garcia, but that's true too. She's ginormous. She's beast. But um, here's a good fight. What did they give us the odds on that last <laughs> one? Just give us the odds on that. Uh, Mandy Bomb minus one thirty. Victoria Leonardo plus one ten. All right, cool. It's a great fight that we're all looking forward to, especially on this show. Jai Herbert. Jai mm-hmm. Herbert has been in so many different um, moments, I'd say, right? So many 
big moments in the UFC. Big fights. Whether yes. he's on the on the on the, the, the good or bad end of it, mm. I feel. Uh Jai Herbert, he's always showing up, always showing up to fight. Um infamously almost knocked out Ilya Tapora. Ilya Tapora. His last fight and in then his he last got, fight. Then he got before knocked out. he got knocked out, which is it, it looked it was nice as hell, actually. It was that was a great fight and I thought that that, that fight could have gone either, either way. Yeah, exactly. Um I think he's just having some tough time on the draw, man. Mm. I'm I'm big on Jai Herbert. Right. I really am. You yeah. have you've talked said that for a while, yeah. yeah I, I think that he's just been having some tough times on the draw. And I think that matters. In MMA, it's like sometimes it's all about the matchups and the style the styles your styles versus another style. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that he's just been I think that his matchups haven't been favorable. Just put it like that. I mean, he had this is his fifth fight in the UFC. He's one in three. His Losses are to Francisco Trinaldo TKO loss, Renato Carneo submission loss, and his last loss, Ilya Taporia KO. But he has a TKO win over Kama Worthy. So, I mean... He's exciting. His, bo- he's, he's, his boxing is actually pretty good. And he's fought some top competition already, like we just said, Ilya Taporia. He almost knocked him out. Um, but this guy's definitely a fun, fun fighter to watch, I would say. No doubt about that. He's, he's always bringing... He's either getting finished or he's putting on a finish or getting the finish. But Absolutely. Uh, uh, Jai Herbert though, That's a guy that you have Been talking up for a while um, Bong420 said Jai Herbert Has all the qualities To be fantastic Just doesn't usually Get the nicest luck yeah. Exactly That's a good I'd way to put so. it and, and typically When you see guys like this Early in their career They win lose Win lose I've spoken about this before Sometimes You see In that beginning stage Of their career They're finding themselves They're trying to find out Who they are um, And what, what You know Just discovering What's best for them And their style and as they get better and more mature in the game, you start to see them polish up, and then they start to string it together and go on this little run. Mm. You know, so um, I feel like Jai Herbert is just in that space right now, trying right. to figure out his game mm-hmm. and 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 who he is in the fight world. So once he figures that out, I think he'll tighten up, and and we'll see a lot of Jai Herbert in the future. Mm, I hope so because he puts on very exciting fights, and like you said, his, his striking is is very very good. Absolutely. Uh, how old is he? 34. Damn. I don't know. Is he that old? Yeah, oh, I don't know who's that older or that old. I also yeah. like his nickname, the cu- the Black Country Banger. <laughs> That's funny. But his opponent opponent Kyle Nelson, 13 and 4 record. Uh this is his fifth fight as well. He also is 1 in 3 in the UFC and actually his he has the same exact record as Jai Herbert in the UFC. He has a lot TKO loss, a submission loss and a KO loss coming off a KO loss and he has a one TKO win. So this is like literally the Perfect matchup for these guys. So let me ask you this. You feel like if one of these dudes get finished, you think that someone's going to get cut? That's tough. I Honestly, I would think so. Just looking at their records and being that they have gotten finished in, say, okay, they'll go, they'll go one and four, and all mm-hmm. four of their UFC losses are finishes, I feel like that's not a good sign. Yeah. Especially since both of these guys are coming off KO losses, like straight knockout losses. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so... I don't know. That's tough, but it'll be a shame because I do like Jai Herbert as well. Mm. Um, but Jai Herbert, big favorite at minus two seventy five. Kyle Nelson at plus two thirty. Um, Aaron M said, "Loser leaves town." Matchup one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, no carry on. No, no, no. I was gonna read another comment. Gil Gil Fillin said, "Hey, how do you guys feel about Ilya Taporia? Who should he fight next?" Hmm. Elitapora. I don't know. He's in a great spot right now. He's in a great spot. Um, I'm not sure if he, he's not matched up, is he? 
I don't I think, thought he was. I don't think up. he has. No, but no. I think that I think that um, he's in a great position to do to do whatever he wants right, right now. To see how, see what's next in the division, see how the division plays out, and I think that I think that he's just in a great spot. He should chill. How about if Patty wins this fight? They set them up because you know the UFC's fiending to do some get some controversy because they had that little drama fight backstage where he they threw did. a water bottle on him. I don't. I don't think the UFC would want that. You don't think so? Because they want too much of a star. They want him. Yeah. That's a, that's a matchup later down. Right now is not a good time. Mm. You know, um, down the line, I think it's great for business. Right now, I don't think it's good for business. Mm. So, are you saying that Ilya Taporia could throw a wrench in the UFC's plan if they for Patty? Mm-hmm. If he could or he will, he absolutely will. I think he would. Yeah, he beat the <laughs> fuck out of Patty. <laughs> I think <laughs> straight so up. Straight up. Well, he's at lightweight now for good, right? Well, I don't know if for good, but because he, he missed weight, featherweight, or he had to pull out of a fight, and now and then he moved up to lightweight. And that was his last fight. I don't know if he's there for good, but 55 right now is rough. 55 is heavy, boy. Mm-hmm. 55 is heavy with all these new guys coming up. I mean, we just, you see um, Gamarot. Um, who did Gamarot just, just uh Win, have a get a win over that guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Forget his name, but that guy, is, that guy is a monster. You're terrible. Um, I know I'm terrible with the names, but uh, the 55 division. I think those two dudes right now. Armin Saryukin. Saryukin. There you go. I think Saryukin, and uh uh-huh, and Gamrot. I think those dudes are a terror for that entire up. division. Right. You know. So um, Patty. I don't even put him in the same. Uh, <laughs> He's nowhere near the same level as those right. dudes. He's a different kind of fighter. You do have guys in the lightweight division too, though, that are old and on their way out, or older. Absolutely, the Tonys of the game, you Chandler, know what I mean? the Poirier. You know, they're at the top right now, but there is another generation that's, that's coming. coming up. Right. Damn, lightweight is stacked. We've talked about this before. Lightweight and welterweight, I think, are the two most stacked divisions. Yeah. And do you think Tapor is going to stay at fifty-five? I mean, he was struggling to make one forty-five. I think he missed weight once or twice, maybe. And uh, he had to pull out of a fight due to weight cut issues after he was talking shit to someone that couldn't make weight, which is funny. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he stays at 155. I think he does. People people don't really like Tapoya these days, huh? He's, kinda like, he's like a, a shit Twitter, talker. Yeah, Twitter, he's a troll. He, he's been, like, kind of talking shit on Twitter a little bit. You what know did what he say? Like, I don't remember he the just, tweet. But he's oh, like, it was, he's, uh, what was it? It was about who lost last. Oh, Ortega. He called him Brian shit oh, yeah, he or something a, like that. A, a quitter and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man. You got to poke the bear. I think he's doing the right things. Uh, whether people people are going to hate you or love you, and closed mouths don't get fed. So early in your career, if you're, like, too quiet, you just kind of get overlooked. So right, I feel exactly. like, you know what, now's the time to speak up. Now's the time to – people don't like it, but you know what? They're either going to love you or they're going to hate you. And right. I know that's a cliche, but it's so true, and it's important to go out there and make your mark any way that you can. Especially a fighter like him. He's got the He's very good. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, you're very good. You could back that shit up, go out there. Mm. Say, say the fuck how you feel. Right. That's it. Mayo Wave said he pulled out against Jordan, thinks it's healthier for him, but also don't think he makes it to the rankings without getting given easy matchups. And 2K said he's going back to 45, he said. Okay. And Mayo also said Tapuria is not a rank-worthy guy at lightweight, in my opinion. Guys like Guram and Damir kill him. Yeah, I think 55 might be a little too heavy for him. Mm. But 45, I think he does well. Also, Line Crusher said he wants Ilya Tapuria versus Terrence McKinney if he stays a lightweight. McKinney. That'd be a good one. McKinney, that is a good one. That's a real good one. That's McKinney a, yeah. is McKinney's a bad boy, bro. I know. McKinney, that, <laughs> McKinney's I, a bad that boy. That shit is yeah. He really just came out of nowhere and yeah. had what he's done already for what he's had three fights in the UFC, I think. Yeah, he's that's he that's someone who just is extremely confident in their ability. 
and they just they just go out there and apply mm. no matter what not overly analyzing about what the opponent is going to do and that's what makes him good i don't i don't particularly think that he's um highly polished in any area of the game right but i know he he know that he knows that he has power Massive. he knows that he's long and he knows that he's big for the division and he knows that he can touch people mm. and he's gonna implement that shit he's gonna walk up to you he's gonna press you and he's gonna put hands on you right, right. and then whether he gasses or not that's to be determined right <laughs> but typically he does that and that's why he gets all these fast finishes mm. and i love that Remember when you? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I know. No, <laughs> I'm no, I'm not gonna it. say. No, go ahead. Chat's Someone's gonna say already it. gonna say. It. I know. Exactly. Chat's gonna say it. So. Someone will say in there. Also, shout out meatballs. They've gifted a total for the the gifted sub. They've gifted a total of a hundred in the channel. Meatballs. Let's go meatballs. meatballs Damn, bro. A, oh, he's leading. He's leading in the gifted subs. Meatball. Let's go. You already meatballs. Why you call meatballs they? What? You said they. Is that their? Pl- that's pronoun? that's that's their pronouns. Yeah, well, you got some. them. No, I was just. I was just because I know you know meatballs. So I was. Do wondering. I? All right, Tato, say less. You don't know meatballs? No idea. Yeah, you do know meatballs. So <laughs> we went to MSG together for the fights. <laughs> they, that's it's, it? it's they. It's they. Them. Right. That's yeah. his pronouns. They, that's, oh, that's their pronouns. My bad. So show some respect. Thank you. It's 2022. Oh, and Meatball said, as a new member of the Discord, I would like to say that I am terrified of some of the people in there. <laughs> bro, Discord is insane. Oh, my God, bro. Please, if you're not in the Discord, join the Discord. And let me tell you from now. With warning. With warning. Just ignore the village idiot. His name is Wadi. And, um, yeah, anything he says just doesn't matter. Just ignore him. And everything else, just don't take everything so seriously. But the Discord is is definitely worth coming, but... Let me just put the caution, the cautionary exactly. advisor out there. It is worth staying. No, it is. There's, there's a lot of good stuff. It's not a troll. This, it's not a troll server, so that's good. <laughs> 2K said, "Break the mug, please." <laughs> this is Wadi here. Yeah, there you he's go. A, he's our guy. He's our guy. <laughs> we, we love Wadi. Um. All right. Want to move on? Yeah. Up next, we got Muhammad Mokayev versus Charles Johnson. Mm. Uh, Muhammad Mokayev, he is a big, big prospect already, even mm-hmm. though this is his second fight in the UFC. But his first fight, his debut in the UFC, he said he was going to make a, uh, a fantastic debut, and that's exactly what he did. How Comes many seconds? A, uh, 58 seconds. Comes in with a flying knee, almost knocks him out, knocks uh, Cody Durden out, and then chokes him out, literally. Just gets it to the ground and chokes him. Uh this guy definitely has some huge, huge super, superstar potential to his name. He's already got a fan base. He comes from Russia, so you know that he's got he grew up Russians in Sweden, behind him. Though, right? I don't know if he. I think England. England. Okay. So he's got he got English fans and Russian fans. So you know he's, this guy. He's is a super big popular. amateur, and he has a huge following out there from some amateur. For, based on his amateur record, he was Bro, like undefeated. Was look, like look at this. Damn near twenty fights. Right? Look at all of his amateur fights. All wins. He's undefeated at seven and zero for his pro record as Incredible. well. Incredible. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Now. Recently, I heard him speak, and I heard him talk about uh, the fact that he he may he doesn't have longer in this sport, and he's looking to retire soon because he's been in the game since he was fourteen years old. Mm. Um, and at that young of an age, though, he's still pretty young to be right, talking that talk. But he's, he's also saying that you know 20, religious reasons. He's twenty one. He's 21. born in two thousand, so he's gonna be twenty two. That's soon. nuts. That is nuts. That is really crazy. But I mean. Like what? What can that come from? I mean, does this guy already have a, a shit ton of money that he's set set to retire? He, uh, you know what I feel. A lot of times with these dudes, maybe it's not even about the money. Maybe it's about being. You know, he already 
I'm sure, and I, I don't know his. I don't know him like that. But I'm saying with if he's if he's talking that talk of retirement, you know what I mean. This I don't think money was ever the issue. Right. I think he didn't get into this for money because if you're 21 and you come from nothing, you really from True. the mud. You ain't talking that retirement right. talk early on. Um, I think that he it's more of his religion. One, he also spoke about how he wants to experience life. There's more to life than just uh, combat sports. And uh, I remember Brett Akamoto asking him, um, so what do you say to the fighters that believe that God has put them here to do what they do? And he was just kind of like, mm. he did, he just didn't agree that, you know, that this is what God wants, intends, intends for him to do. Mm. He felt like there's other things for him to do and like helping people and doing other things. So um, maybe he just wanted to get that message out there. So he says that he's looking to retire soon. He doesn't have long to support. But... My theory, y'all know my theory, right? My theory is, you know, I always kind of come with the yeah, fucking conspiracies and shit, right? Nah, on a real note, from just from look, just from looking at, just from. Oh, she's trying to pull <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. No, conspiracy button. <laughs> the conspiracy button. All right, that ain't even it. No, I don't even remember the button no more. I haven't right, hit that button right. in so long. All right. It would have been. It would have made it. Dog rope. Nah. <laughs> It's gone. Fuck it. But here's my theory. Uh-huh. My theory is that, and it's not even like a big conspiracy, right? Nothing like that. It's just like, I think that fighters are learning how to play the game, especially if you're from uh, Russian descent these days. I feel like um, if you, you're a big prospect coming up in the game and you got all this hype, the moment you talk that retirement talk, the moment you talk that retirement talk, you get so much more attention. You get so much more attention, and and I think that because he's such a big prospect, people are like, "Oh, don't retire because we don't know what could have been." It's a what you if. Know, it's a what if, you know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and this is now. If he did, does decide to step back for a little bit, he'll still always have that massive amount of clout. And when he could, does come back, or well, even if he steps away for a fucking year, be quote unquote retired, right, and c- continue to train. When he steps back, his stock will just continue to rise mm-hmm. that much more. And I think that. MMA is so young, and we're still watching it, watching it unfold and learning how to play the game. You can see people are, are people are learning, and they know how to play the game. And I feel like a lot of times in the, in the realm of MMA, it's such a it's such a like a, how do you say it's such a I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but it's it's such a fucking niche thing right. that that guys are doing right now. Where right. It's like hey, especially if you're like Russian. a trend. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a trend. I think I, he's not retiring. He's not walking away from the sport. Mm, well, you think if he takes oh, an L, he's leaving? So, it's, so you're yeah. saying it's literally like the cool thing to do, it's a, or the smart? Thing it's the to smart do. thing. He's playing to the do. game, like he so, said. So it's, he's playing the game. He's well, playing the game. That, that like of marketing and shit like that. that these guys are learning now. Yeah, that's what said. Twenty two and retiring. Yeah, well, he's not yeah. going to retire. Liam NLV just said, but he always said he wants to be the youngest champ in the UFC before John Jones. So he wants to be very active in a short amount of time. So that's a, if he's saying that too, now he's just contradicting himself. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe he he also could just be like, "Hey, I just want to get this. I just want to get it out speed the way. Speed it up. I want to speed run this shit. That could also be it. But I, I don't care what he says. I think that that's a ploy. I think that that's a play to um, the game of MMA that we're now learning. Is right. when once you talk that retirement talk in MMA, everybody's just the entire community of MMA does this. Hmm? <laughs> Especially if you have hype behind you. Is he the greatest fighter? Is this the greatest <laughs> fighter? I'm like, are y'all fucking stupid? All right, but that's what we do, right? So 
One hundred percent, he's playing the game. That was a good reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, but Mayo Wave said he's young enough that even if he dips early, he can come back and still be in his prime. That's what I'm saying. Right. And if he does, dip for yeah. like a year or two, when he does come back, twenty three, twenty four, he doesn't have to do shit. He, he beats this dude impressively. His first fight was what? A couple seconds. Beat this dude impressively the same way. First round, yeah. Disappear. Two years, one year, he comes back. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, guess who's back? Right. Oh man!" And it's gonna be this huge thing, right? The game, and it's that is smart. That, that the game is, that is pretty smart, honestly. Uh, when you when you think of it like that, he's playing it right. Then I guess you could but say. But is that? Do you think it's gonna come to a point where like nobody believes you anymore? Or like like I feel like he it doesn't cheapens have to. Re- no, no, no. It doesn't no have but to. I feel like it cheapens retirement for those who are actually trying to retire. Who or gives like, a fuck yeah, about I those say, people? Who cares? <laughs> Go retire, right? I'm talking about the prospects. Like it's he like, knows what he's doing. That's it ain't weird, for them. though. It's not like Henry Cejudo though. Henry Cejudo. He tried it. Yeah, exactly. He tried and it. People are like, eh, but it's Henry. But it's and he's also like 35, 36 years old or something. He's way older. Uh, but if he does retire, I would be surprised. I mean, not really, because obviously do whatever he wants. But there was another guy who got his first fight. He had his debut, and didn't he retire? I after remember that? that guy. That's different. That's he, different. he said he like he wasn't want... a huge prospect, right? Remember that dude just came out of. He just showed up, right? He was a <laughs> regular tryouts. dude. He had a couple losses, a couple. Of, he was a he was a number on the roster, right? Unfortunately, right. And he just was Jimmy like, Flick. "Yo, yes, thank you." He was just like, "Yo, you know what?" I don't think I got it in me. He was like, I got it to this. I came this far. Honestly, didn't think I would even get this far. Here I am. I accomplished the goal. My goal was to get to the UFC, and I accomplished it. Thank you. I bowed gracefully. I don't want to take brain damage. Right. And and that because that fight he got in was actually insane. Like, that was a war. that He almost got finished, I, I think. And that was it. And, and he, he, said, he said, all right, I'm going to head out. And he was done. He was like, yo, this ain't for me. Um, yeah, Jimmy Flick. Well, Aaron M. with the news said, guess uh, what? He's back, guys. Just announced <laughs> last month. Who? Jimmy Flick. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Y'all y'all trolling. Chad is trolling me. Chad Are you is serious, trolling bro? me. Nah, y'all trolling Are me. Are you serious? Is that real, Aaron? Because if that's true, that is hilarious. Damn, that's so funny. He got to be talking about Henry Cejudo. No, no, no. Chucky CBO said, on God. And then Aaron <laughs> said, yes. <laughs> Oh, Bro, come on! So did he? Tro- Yo, all right. He trolled us. I don't think his situation is the same as 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 uh, Magomed's. Right? Is that his name? Magomed. Yeah, that's his, that's his name. Mohammed. Mohammed. I'll just say Mohammed. Makayev. Yes. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's. Um, it's the same. His. He legitimately probably retired. It was like, yo, fuck this shit. In the moment, emotionally, he said, "Fuck this shit." Right? This is too damn hard. He went away. As a fighter, I can tell you, you sit down sometimes, especially when you haven't fought in a while, you're watching these dudes fights, and you're like, man, I'd fuck yeah. this dude up. You're like, yo, I'll, you get the I itch, definitely yeah. beat this dude. You'd be like, man, you're getting that itch. You want yeah. your competitive, your competitive itch is, is just fucking scratching and scratching and scratching. It's like, you know what? I need to get back because this is all I know. This is all I've been doing. So maybe he just got a battery in his back again from being around the guys, training in the gym, and he's like, you know what? I'm ready. I think I could do it. I want to go back. Or maybe the UFC offered him a fight, and he's and just he's, like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, well, thank you, Excessive, for sending this link. He said, quote, unquote, I didn't retire the right way. Mm. <laughs> no there shit. It <laughs> like, there it is. But so, there it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Excessive sent a quote. Back in April 2021, Flick went in depth on the reasoning behind his decision to retire, Ferris family, and the lack of benefits provided to MMA fighters, amongst other things. Unfortunately, Flick said he is now separated from his wife, but he wants to make his daughters proud by attacking his goals. 
Oh. What does that have to do okay. with anything? So, so his wife. Oh, he's. I know what it is. I'm not going to speak to it. You speak to it. Go ahead. His, break, it, break it down. I think he's like, this is like a comeback story for him in his own mind. Like, I'm going to get you, bitch. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. But what I, what I do think, though, what I do think. <laughs> so hope is dying. Right? No, this is, this is what I do think, bro. I feel like, I feel like he's. So you were happy. Right. You got your daughter's. You have your family because I remember when he retired, he did mention his family. He said, "Yeah, he was like, I want to be, be around my family, yeah. and like you know, that was a huge point." Now he's separated from his wife. Trouble in paradise, mm. you know what I'm saying? So now it ain't maybe a get back to her. It's kind of like, all right, I I don't have the same reasoning to not fight anymore. I don't have that same thing that took me away from mm, that goal right. anymore to make me happy. So what bef- what was making me happy before that? Now you have this emptiness inside of you. You're going to go and seek that thing to make you happy again. Mm. And, it, and it's combat sports, you know. And I don't know him personally, so I can't speak to him being fucking a tortured soul or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I need to go back into the combat world. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But what I can say is um, I know that was a big part of it, him being with his family. And now that you don't have that anymore, fuck it. True. He, he'll do what he knows best. Yeah. Right. Uh Fluffy Hasby said he's playing a reverse JP buys. <laughs> that's funny. Not the reverse JP yeah, buys. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but Muhammad Malkaev, obviously look at him. He's, like we said, a big prospect. Only his second fight in the UFC. This guy's undefeated in amateur and in his pro record, which is crazy alone. Uh, Charles Johnson, though. I don't know too much about him. This is his UFC debut. 11-2 record. Five wins by KOTKO. Three by submission. Three by decision. From St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, 31 years old. Damn, and he's five nine though. Five nine for a flyweight. That's that's really tall. Yeah, that's tall for flyweight. That's huge. Uh Muhammad oh, Muhammad is five nine also. So. They're bringing they're bringing him in. Right. They're um, bringing him in to get cooked up. Basically, I feel like that's what it is. Well, did you see Makayev? He posted a picture with like an AK when he was in Russia or Dagestan or something like mm-hmm. that. And Charles Johnson said he's like, You're gonna need more than a gun to beat me in there or something like that, or like kill me or some shit. Mm. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have the odds on this one, though. It doesn't show up on the website. Well, if he brings the gun, odds in his favor. Right. <laughs> Liam TV says, Randy will retire next fight, but come back in a year when Soph <laughs> dumps him. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, next fight, right. boys. Yes. What are these guys We have Makwan Amir Khani versus Jonathan Pierce in the featherweight division. Is this my man? Makwan is the man with the spinning back elbow? Uh, His last fight? Mm, not his last fight, but... Uh, is, oh, I that, think he is. That infamous yes. spinning back, I think back right. elbow against the cage. Uh, uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, I'm it, not sure. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. You might be right. You could be. Crack but team. His last his last fight is the win over Mike Grundy. He had at UFC London as well. That was in, in London as well. He had the anaconda choke in like literally the first mm. first like minute of the fight. Um, but looking at his record alone, this guy he's. He's uh, a bit inconsistent. Not inconsistent, but he's got seven wins and five losses, but losses to big names like Arnold Allen, Shane Burgos, Edson Barboza, Camilla Kirk, and Leron Murphy. Uh, I feel like Makwan Amir Khan, we've seen him get into a lot of fights where he looks like he's winning, and then he'll just get like finished or something out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but coming off a, a win in his last fight, a big win over Mike Grundy, he gets the fight in London again. 
But his opponent, Jonathan Pierce. JSP. Yeah, JSP. That's a sick name. I like that a lot. Uh, he's coming on a three three fight win streak in this fight. Only one loss in the UFC. He's also a Dana White contender series guy. So he's three and one so far in the UFC. Nice. Jonkins asked if uh, Makwana Lock. Mm. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think so. so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that on this fight. I think Jonathan Pierce takes this one. What makes you say that? Uh, I think he's just a better fighter. I feel like, like I said, with Makwan Mirkani, we've seen him get into these fights where it looks like he's doing well and winning, and then he'll just like make a mistake and get finished or something. Get Apparently, his grappling is really good, but Makwan is. Yeah, I yes. don't really know too much about him, but he likes. I thought, I thought he was a spinning elbow. Uh, so I thought be, he was I'm a spinning sure. elbow, dude. He, he might. He <laughs> might be. I really don't. I'm not too sure. Uh, Aaron M says JSP will gas him out, though. He thinks that is the case. Um, but the odds are plus 170 for Makwan Mirkani and minus 200 for Jonathan Pierce. Next up, we got Nathan Wood versus Charles Rosa. Real quick, yes. Legend checked in. He subscribed at Tier 1 said, oh, no, I'm late to class. Aw, you still Legend. made it. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, yes, up next, Nathaniel Wood versus Charles Rosa. Charles Rosa. Where is he from? Oh, he's from oh Boston Strong. Right, okay. Hmm. <laughs> What's so funny? So face that. I what? just feel like that's a personality, like a very weird personality trait, wouldn't you say? I mean, he's, he's from Boston. I think it's because you're, you're from New York. Yeah. That whole bombing thing? What? what that's the Boston Strong. Is that what oh, Boston Strong yeah, is? Remember Boston the, strong the Boston comes from. Marathon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's what yeah, Boston what are you strong. talking My about? Bad. Yeah, what? I thought that was just Bostonians being like Boston. that's just how they talk. Oh no, that's Boston from, Strong. I thought that was just like you know what? I no. thought, me too. I thought that was just like their thing. Like you're from Boston, it's like yeah, Boston Strong, like Strong Island. Wow, I'm mad ignorant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I thought that's what it was. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely from the yeah that that bombing thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see you. All right. So like almost like nine eleven. Like never forget. Right. Like, it's a tagline. Oh, I see. I guess so. I see you. All right, cool. I mean, I've been to Boston a bunch of times. Never was it a positive experience. So Boston's a really nice city, in my opinion. So they say. I think it's, I've just it never looks, had a good It looks experience. nice. It, it's, looks, it is. It looks nice, but the people there are kind of scummy. Yeah. Kind of. I think a lot of, yeah, yeah, a lot of racists. I don't really, I, Boston was crazy when we went to Boston. Really? Sheesh. Yeah, Boston was crazy. I went, I think we went to a UFC event there or something like that. Oh, right? Jesus. I could imagine. Yeah. But we were like in the streets. Like it got bad. I don't even know if I, Get into it on this shit, like yeah. Oh, like you were about to get a fight? No, no, no. no I wasn't no, no, into no. a fight. We just walking, and I mean, like me, and, me, and I was just walking, and there's this this one dude, this like older dude, is walking by us, and just like <sighs> spit like right in front of us, and just looked and just mean mugged the shit out of me. I'm like, what? Only if you knew, I'd murder you. <laughs> like they charged me for murder, and I was just like, what the hell? What? And we just, we we just laughed and just kept it pushing like yo these people are crazy yeah they're, they're scumbags there I was like yo these people are crazy that is that actually is wild yeah I, that was that was a big L for Boston I had to bite my tongue a few times mm, did I bite it <laughs> probably not Boston but even crazy. when I was a kid like I remember going to Boston and being like fuck these people like I say big up Springfield the Mass time. though yeah one time for Springfield Mass <laughs> I shit on the streets there yeah. <laughs> Don't check the Pro and the Bro Discord. <laughs> Do that not. channel. Don't check the Pro and the Bro channel. Uh, first time chat viewer, Cuban Hulk MMA said, what's up? What, what up, up, bro? What up, bro? How you doing? Shout out to you. Okay. Uh, right. Back to the fights. 
Uh, for this one, I'm going. I'm going uh, Nathaniel. Well, Nathaniel Wood, right off the bat, biggest favorite on the card, minus five sixty to Charles Rose at plus four thirty. So yeah, I think uh, Nathaniel takes this one handily. I, I I would agree. Charles Rosa, he's a wrestling base, right? Strong wrestling mm-hmm. base. Uh, yeah, he, but he's not afraid to throw hands. Right. Yeah, I, I think Nathaniel Wood as well. That's all I got. We got a banger coming up for this next one, though. Yes, sir. Boom. We have Mark Diakis. How do you say his last name? Diakis. 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 Versus Damir Hadzovic. Lightweight division. Whenever whenever Mark Diakis fights, bruh, this guy gets in some crazy fights too. He He's, does. When he first came on the scene, man. He was finishing people, right? He was finishing people. Crazy. People out. And what's cool is, you know he's in a video game. Is he? He is in a video game. And I think... He has this this cool celebration. He has a very unique celebration when he knocked these people out. He does like this this uh, windmill with his leg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember that. His, his celebration is sick, and he's a good striker. I just feel like he's had he started like slipping up a little bit. He has like hit a rough patch, and then but he came back. He wins, loses, wins, loses. But he hasn't really found his footing. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, I'm always excited to see him fight, regardless. Right? You know. I just I think that he has a hard matchup coming right now in this fight. This fight is a this is a tough fight for him against da- Damir Hadzovic. Yeah, I think I think Demar Demir I think Demir is a is a durable dude coming forward. He mixes it up well. He's gonna throw hands. Mm. He can grapple. He could do it all. And I think that's where uh, Mark kind of struggles in the grappling department. Mm, it, he's just realizing the striking. Yeah, right. Uh, Damir four and four in the UFC so far, and Mark. Looking at his losses, top guys, Dracker Close, Dan Hooker, Nazrat Hakpras, Rafael Fazev, and Rafael Alves. Um, so he's lost to some big names. He was undefeated before he came to the UFC as well. Um, but this is, I think, going to be a great fight regardless. You have you have Demir winning this one, Demir Hadzovic. Um, or do you have Mark? Because Mark comes in. Depends the, on the type of fight. He comes, he's a heavy favorite at minus 330 to plus 275. If they strike, Mark. If they start to, if they, whoever can dictate where the fight takes place, if the fight takes place in more, like a gra- more grappling heavy fashion, I feel like uh, Demir gets it. Mm. This is a tough one. I think I'm going to go with Mark, though. Nah. I think I'll go with him. I, I, hopefully, hopefully, we see him get a finish because I do like, I like his fighting style. He's a good fighter. Yeah. And he's in front of the London crowd, his hometown. Well, where, I don't know if he's from London. He's from England, though, right? Oh, he's from, yeah, South Yorkshire. Hmm. Right. I wonder how they talk there. I can only imagine. Uh, but like I said, Mark minus 330 and Damir plus 275. Damn, there's a lot of fights in the prelims. Holy shit. You're still on prelims? Yeah, this is the last fight on the prelims. Um, all right. Last fight. We got J- Mason Jones versus Ludovic Klein. Mason Jones is another big prospect name. Uh, he came into the, the UFC undefeated. I think he was... Was he a Dana White contender series? No, he was Cage Warriors. I think he was Cage Warriors champ... For uh, 55 and 170, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Mm. If I, I could be mistaken. I might be wrong. But, uh, yeah, this guy's another big prospect. Come fighting out of Wales. Only one loss in the UFC. Only one loss to Mike Davis. And uh, he is. Is that loss in the UFC? Yep, that's his only loss in the UFC. He, it was his debut he lost. And he had a no contest with an accidental eye poke, and he's coming off a win from October 2021. Nice. But Ludovic Klein. What are the odds here with these dudes? These two? Yeah. Minus 345 and plus 285. Mason, Mason Jones, the favorite? Yeah, big favorite. Nice. 
All right. Here's another one for me, boys. This is going to be another lock. Paul Craig versus Vulcan Uzumir. Who's the lock? We love we love Paul Craig. We do. First of all, look at that head of hair, bro. Where <laughs> yeah. did he get that from? Where did it come from? Yeah. Maybe, maybe he was always able to grow it. Maybe he's like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to just No, I, I think he got hair transplants. That's what, they, that's what he said. Or like, I saw. Really? Yeah, I swear, I swear I'm, I'm being 100% serious. Because look at that shit. <laughs> yeah. Is that jealousy? <laughs> is, is that jealousy? Not at all. I, I'm saying he looks good. Hey, I can't admire another man's hair. And look at that Are you beard. you sure he got transplants? I, I swear in my life. I swear in my life. Let me look. Yeah, yeah. I, so I they said, no, they said. They said he said he got it. And Fluffy Hosby said he got the hair transplant. Why? Because uh, he's probably losing his hair. But now he looks wild. Yeah, he's better off. He was better <laughs> off with it, bro. I, I just when I see Paul Craig, I see Viking fucking right, ball headed Viking with, with a beard like, like his, with yeah. a beard, massive beard. You know what I mean? What's the name of that movie? Braveheart. Right. His face painted, ready for war. Right. That's exactly what Scotland. Yeah. Now he's. A, I don't know. Now he look like a, a like like a gypsy. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I ain't don't feeling know it. I ain't feeling it. Costa, Costa did it right. Uh, uh, right, yeah, you know, <laughs> Costa he, did it right. He, but he's been, yeah, yeah, yeah he's Costa been like right. that. But anyway, Paul Craig versus Volk and Uzumir. I'm gonna tell you out the gate, Volk. That is all. Volk and Uzumir. Volk. You have him as the fa- or as the. I got Volk as the via lock. TKO. Really. Yes. Well, we have seen Paul Craig get dropped massive amount of times in his fights, and it's then his finish grappling these fights. Exactly, is nuts. He has the probably the best grappling in this division. As one of the bigger bigger guys, I would say so. I loved, I love his grappling, his setups, the setup for that armbar, that triangle slash armbar on Jamal Hill, bro. That was phenomenal, crazy. phenomenal. It was beautiful to watch. And then he did that again, right? His against uh, Nikita Krylov. He in his oh, last fight. He got man. dropped, and then immediately just puts him in it. And I, I think that now people are, are hip to it, though. People are hip to the game. People are like, all right, well, this guy has great grappling ability, so there's no reason for us to be to go to the ground. Right. You know, so I think now people are more inclined to stand on the feet with him and uh, avoid the ground before people were engaging him. Mm. Right. I don't think I don't think Volk is going to engage him. And we know Volk has big power. Mm. My only critique with Volk is that Volk, I feel Volk never really moves his head off the center line. Mm. Volk is always there to be hit. But when he hits you back, lights out. Big time, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think Paul Craig has the strike in to keep up with Volk. Well, yeah. Well, he obviously mainly relies on his grappling. That's yeah. that's kind of all he really has. His strike, I mean, he has TKO finishes, and but that's from getting the fight to the ground and then finishing it there. Yeah. yeah. If it stays on the feet, I 100% agree. Volk and Uzdemir takes this fight. But... Can you can you ever count this guy out, Paul Craig, with his submission no, abilities? you can't. If he, if he gets another triangle win, bro... How? I know how hard saying. a triangle is to set up like in an MMA fight. And the fight. fact that he's done it multiple times. And the fact that you're on your back. You don't even want to... In an MMA fight, who the fuck... No matter how good your jiu-jitsu is, you don't want to really be on your back. Mm. So, especially at this division and these with these bigger guys, I don't know. I don't know. I think Volk on top of you and you're not secure and he's not secure in a triangle and he's up, postured up, and then you got to work for a triangle... Them big bombs coming down is going to be hard to right. deal with. Because we have seen him, I think in his last fight against Nikita Krylov, it looked like he almost got knocked out when he was on his back yeah. trying to put in a submission, and he ended up getting it. But uh, that's true. With Volkan Uzdemir's power, yeah, I think he finishes him or knocks him out. Yeah, I Damn, agree. this is a tough one. This is. 
Um, let's see the odds. Paul Craig plus one thirty-five, Vulcan Uzmir minus one fifty-five, and Paul Craig's ranked number eight, and Vulcan is number nine. So this is a close fight for both of these guys. Aaron, Aaron says he finished Shogun on the feet. He did finish Shogun on the feet, but Shogun's fucking sixty. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's not even an argument. <laughs> I don't know. Cuban Hulk MMA said, "I saw you fight in Jacksonville, and I rooted for you and placed ninety on you. You a gangster, man." Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate oh, yeah. you. Appreciate you. Let's go, bro. Uh, More to come. Keep betting. Yeah, exactly. You're Keep done betting Randy. Um, next up, everybody's favorite meatball. Yeah. Molly Mc Molly Mc McCann versus Hannah Goldie. Molly. Hannah Goldie's brolic too. Yeah, she is. She jacked up, bro. Uh, oh, damn, she really is. Naturally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, well, I you have to be natural. Like, let's be real. You start to comes. They sure do. But yeah, do if you live out the country, do they still do like they do you? She's from Florida. She's from Florida. Oh, so they they should be on but the door. Listen, I'm not gonna say that she is. Everyone's on steroids. All right. Nate Diaz. Yeah. All right. But um I will say that it's not it's listen, let's be hundred percent real. There are people in the, the UFC right now that are that are on steroids. There's ways to beat the system. There's people who are beating the system right now. Mm. It's gonna be throughout the history of competitive sports that's just what it's been people cheat yeah people cheat and that's and they will continue to cheat right um so yeah i'm sure there's people beating the system there's a lot of people on steroids mm. there is a lot of people on steroids in this game i would i would go ahead and be some people say more but i would go ahead and say about 70 percent you think are on steroids in the ufc 60 to 70 percent of that's the fighters in the ufc are on some kind of performance enhancement that's just my opinion that's a lot that's a lot. Damn. That's crazy if that's true. I mean, you got to time that nice because I've they come six in the morning ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door like the police. Yeah, but everybody's situation is different, too, depending on where they are in the world, um, depending on the, the, the person that's testing them. Right. You know, depending on the things that they're taking, the cycles that they get on. Because there's guys that get on cycles and then get off, you know, and they know when to get off. You know, it's 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 a it's a quote unquote science, I guess. But I don't really know much about it. But I know guys that are on 100 percent guys that I know of that are 100 percent on this on it, the sauce and in the UFC and in the UFC. Damn, that's crazy. 100 percent. And it's just that's just it's just what Let's it is. Take this podcast to the next level. You're going to expose every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I'm kidding. I would never. That's not that's not my bag. But that's the game. bro. That's wild, though. That really is crazy. And they thought bringing in, uh, what is it? Think about it. Remember when USADA just came? Every other week, somebody was banned, oh, for steroids. Popping, somebody got yeah. popped for steroids. When's the last time somebody's been, it was this big thing like, oh, this person tested positive. It's rare now. I feel like, what's his name? Was it Car Carlos Felipe, your boy? You know oh, yeah. He did test. But, but that was months ago. That was but, a long but time But I'm ago. like, more, it's, more, it's less and less. Right, it is. Why no, is it less definitely. and less? You think the sports cleaned up that much? I don't think the sports cleaned up. No, 100% is not cleaned up. I think that USADA is also testing less. Even during COVID, COVID threw a big monkey wrench in that. True. Bro, when I, during COVID season, I didn't get tested for like months. Yeah. Right? I, I got tested. I'm not saying I didn't get tested, but there were times where everything changed. I'm not, I wasn't getting tested like how I was. Because before, I usually get tested, like, I'm t getting tested. They test the shit out of me, like, every other month. Yeah, shit is mad annoying. You know what I mean? Sometimes sometimes twice in a month. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, sometimes they pop up at my gym, you know? Sometimes they come to the house mad early in the morning. They're always fucking testing. 
But good people. But yeah, it's annoying. Job, yeah, but they've slowed down tremendously. Biscuit said they stopped announcing it when people get pop. No, <laughs> imagine they they always announce it. I mean, thinking of uh, what what you saw it. Aren't they the people that stopped? Not stopped. Aren't they the people that found out what's his name cheated the bike? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Uh, isn't that? I think Usada was oh, is that Wada. That, oh, I don't even know. Is it? I'm not sure. But I thought it was Usada. But still, they thought bringing them in would stop stop cheating. But uh, nah, nothing's gonna that. stop cheating in in com in sports in general. There yeah, will be nothing. Yeah. People always be but cheating. I don't understand because they come on un- they come unannounced. We don't know when they're coming. All of a sudden, they're there. No. Mm-hmm. So how how can you cycle? Could, how can you? Yeah. All right. For an example. Usada shows up. There's been times Usada showed up and I'm legitimately not there. And you know what happens? I'm like, yo, I'm not there, bro. You got to catch me on the next one. And it's like, all right, no problem. I get you. I get you on the next one. I go. Whatever, you know, think about whatever if I'm t- if I'm on a cycle, especially if I'm on the good shit that rinses out quickly. Boom. That's it. You're good. I'm, Undetected, it's undetected. Depending on what I, what the person's taking, right? right? It's undetected. Boom. Now, especially if I know that morning, whatever that you the person injected, whatever, and you saw this there in the evening, you're like, "Yo, I'm not there." You don't have to answer your door, mm. right? And then, what do you do? What are they gonna do? Fail you? Right? No. You say, "I'm not there." Come back tomorrow. They're not gonna come back tomorrow because the purpose of it is to be random. They're mm. gonna catch you in a go around. But by then, you done rinsed out everything. Mm. Some things, some things don't stay in your system. Probably more. More than 24 hours. Damn. It's still a performance enhancement. Mm. How so, though? What do you mean, how so? Because you get the benefits from it. What you are get... the benefits? Okay, so for instance, some of, some of the stuff that, that people are taking, right? I can only do three sessions in a day, max. I can only do, or I'm cooked. If I, do, if I go three days, and all three of those days I did three sessions, by that fourth day, a shot. I'm beaten and I can't and I'm I'm my next two days are taken away from me. Right. That's why you gotta balance it. Um if you're on these things, a lot of the times, depending on what you're on, it just helps you recover. You see, you're recovering and healing faster than the average person. So if you can heal faster than than the other guys, that means you could put in more time in the gym. Mm. You can work harder. So if a person is working that much harder and healing faster, by the time a lot of times what makes people strong, what makes people good is how much they can rest and heal and get ready for the next one. You can't do that. You're not going to be able to do that when you have fucking, uh, when you're not on all that juice and all, all that fucking uh, gear. You know what I mean? When you're on the gear, then you're able to do all that extra work that the other person can't do. Mm. And that's what makes people better. Mm. That's what makes your body stronger. There really is a whole science behind it, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, excessive said Randy puts on a wig to answer the door. Sorry, Randy stepped out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Randy, Randy's. You have that shirt. They give you a free T-shirt. Oh yeah, but everybody got that You're shirt. A clean athlete. I'm a clean athlete. Be proud of yourself. I'm a clean athlete. Good for you, Mr. Joker. Three hundred two said I only drink half a liter of water a day. Those are rookie numbers. We're gonna have to pump that up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, much do you drink, Phil? I drink this whole water bottle like how many times though? Two, three times a day, four times. Oh, that's good. Especially because I work where I work is hot and I sweat, so I'd be chugging all day long. Come on. What? Molly McMahon, McCann. 
Molly McCann. Are you Molly, gonna rename her? <laughs> Molly McCann. She she's coming off a huge, ginormous. This was a spinning back fist knockout. Back elbow. Back elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Spinning back elbow knockout uh, in London as well. So she's coming off a ginormous win there. Uh, Hannah Goldie uh, coming off an armbar win, 2021. These two, I mean, I don't know too much. I, I see a lot of people saying Molly McCann is overrated, but I don't really. She's a tank, bro. Yeah, she's a she's a meatball, literally. She's a tank. Exactly. And I think she gets, but she she's not afraid to bang. And the problem is, a lot of us we keep talking about, oh, this person's overrated. This person doesn't deserve this hype. Da 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 da. We also forget. This is the entertainment business. She's entertaining, right? She is entertaining. She's good on the mic. She is good on the mic. She's she's a fucking. She's a star. She carries herself like a star, and that's what we talk about, right? Right. With being a champion. She's not a champion, but being carrying yourself as a champion, as a star, is important. Right. Having that star quality is important. Mm. Right? If she was just a dud, if she just doesn't say anything, she's just like, oh, you know, yeah, just get on the mic, and I hope that, you know, I want to pray for my opponent, pray right. for his family, <laughs> you know, thank God for the win, and everyone have a good day. Right? It's... Nobody give a fuck about that, right? Nobody cares, right? She wants, she's a hooligan. Give us the fucking hooligan antics, right? That's what we want. That's what we came here for. After you knock a bitch out, backflip off that fucking cage and <laughs> and land on her, and head. go screaming Dana's face. You know what I'm saying? And she's mad red and shit, and go chug yeah, a beer with the, with the crowd. That's for what real. we want to see: entertainment, and play the game. And then when her teammate wins, jump in the cage, jump in the fucking cage, and fall off and like yeah. start wilding out. That's what they do, right? And that's why people like Patty. That's why people like uh and like her. Right. That's, they're 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 entertaining, and they that's are. what the you know. I want to see entertainment. Right, that's what we're here for. Yeah, I don't want to see WWE fake shit though. Right, that's not fun. That's not fun for me. Yeah, that's I if fun. I want to see WWE shit, I'd watch. I'd it. go watch midgets wrestle. Yeah, they go. Uh, ooh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the M word. Ooh. <laughs> uh. That's how I felt about Chandler. That was MMA. I mean, WWE. yo, nah, Chandler. But he does, Chandler, Chandler he does good. Chandler. Chandler could do it. Yeah, he does good. If you're gonna like. If anyone that gets a pass from me for like mm. doing the playing the WWE game in MMA is Chandler. Does he get any other passes? He gets the WWE <laughs> pass from me. All right, that, the, that 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 is dope. The way he does that, that is does, dope. He, he does, does a great job. He I really feel like does. I could see him in the actual wrestling ring on the mic doing that exact same thing. I think he does a great job. For what sure. I don't like is fucking um, Henry Cejudo trying that shit. It's like, bro. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but Molly McCann, heavy favorite at minus 390. Hannah Goldie, plus 320. So that's a... That's a, that's I'm, a take, I'm taking Molly. There you go. I'm taking Molly. All right. A fight next. Actually, very excited for this one. We get to see Alexander Gustafsson back in the octagon against number 11, Nikita mm. Krylov. Uh, I feel like this is a tough, tough. This is a tough fight Why? for they for got yeah. the Mauler yeah, in there like this, bro. Yeah, that's a tough one against Nikita Krylov. That's that's not an easy fight. Why at all. do the fuck they got the Mauler in there like this? I like Alexander Gustafsson a lot too, so I, I don't want to see him lose this one. But that, but this is not easy at all. Damn, how old? How old is he now? Gustafsson is thirty five. Okay, not bad. Not he's, bad. And he's like coming off a three fight losing streak, all by. Uh, finished KO John Jones submission Anthony Smith and armbar by for doom uh, damn yeah this is a really really tough one he's been off for two years now basically July 25th actually yeah he's been off for legit two years so this is this is tough for him this is Shit. not easy yeah 
Uh, but Nikita Krylov, on the other hand, his last loss was uh, against Paul Craig in 2022. I find it funny when they always put guys that like just recently fought on the same card, like against each other. Like that's Paul Craig's last win. Mm-hmm. This is Nikita Krylov's last loss, and they're against each other. And they're on the same. And they're on the same card, main card too. You think that's interesting? I find that pretty funny. I don't know, like what, what? I don't know why. Yeah, like why do they do that though? Like I don't know. It's not. I don't think that's a problem with that. I mean, I don't see it as a problem. I just think it's funny. I think where the issue is if there was like a big controversy and them right, dudes they got had beef and shit. you put them on the same card, then right. it's like you stirring shit. They do it on purpose. Yeah, but I don't think that's the issue. Um, I think that this is a crazy fight for for Gustafsson. The pro- Gustafsson comes back and every time he comes back, they throw him in, they throw him to the wolves. Right. He's not. He's fighting dogs, and I think he's he hasn't been doing great. Mm. He went up to heavyweight. This is his first time no, coming back yeah. down to his weight class. Yep. I say. Reel him back. He doesn't have to fight somebody in the rankings. Why nah, must he yeah. fight someone in the Unless rankings? Unless he's that confident that he thinks he can, but I don't know about that. Is it because of who he was? Right. He's not the former same. Cha- was he a former cha- uh, title contender? He wasn't champion, was he? He was a No, I think he was. He was really? interim champ. Oh, is that what it is? Was it chat? Correct me if I was if I'm wrong. But I don't believe he was champion. I'm not sure. But um John Jones was obviously. Yeah, obviously he couldn't Aaron beat John Jones. No. Yeah, he was he was a he was a contender. And maybe that's why after retiring, you know, and and some of the losses that the hard losses that he's 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 taken, I feel like maybe he should ta- he should fight someone outside the rankings coming back into it. You right. know what I mean? And I'd also argue this. I'd argue that in another time, if John Jones wasn't around in another era, Gustafsson is champ. Right. Be a reigning champion. Yes. It's just Dude fought John Jones. Yeah. And DC. DC. Yeah. Rumble Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. That's come the top on, of the man. top. So Hall of Famers. And I think that the reason why he he even wanted to come back, Glover Teixeira. The way he beat Glover Teixeira and he's seen the success that Glover Teixeira had sitting around, he's like, Man, I could beat these guys. Mm. I, I I have it to beat these guys. And then mm. he comes back and just, just struggling, man. He goes right. up. Maybe he did it the right way. Maybe he came back. He was heavier. He was like, maybe, maybe go yeah. up to heavyweight. And then maybe after that fight, I don't know. But the smart thing would to, to do for me would to be continue to train, right? And then after, you get the weight down some more. And now you're comfortable. Your body's used to being back in the mix of things in that grind. It's like, all right, let's go back to my normal, my actual weight class right. that I'm comfortable at. And maybe that's what he's doing. But still, I don't think that he should be fighting a ranked opponent I, right now. I he deserves it. 100%, but I think that uh, strategically, I don't think that's the play. Especially against Nikita Krylov, a guy who's willing to keep it standing and finish people, yeah. 100%. Uh, but I do like Gustafsson back at light heavyweight. I, I like that a lot more because when he looked, when he was fighting at heavyweight, the fights we saw him, he looks, he did not look good. I think he looked slow. Just didn't look like his normal self. Uh, but Maroon said... He was supposed to fight Ben Rothwell before Ben Rothwell got cut in the heavyweight division. That's and why, he, and then, then he, he fought someone down. else, and then he moved back. Mm. So I mean, I like but him. I back. didn't even like that Ben Rothwell fight for him. You, yeah, you thought Ben Rothwell was gonna fit, knock uh, yeah, him out. I thought Ben Rothwell, <laughs> ben Rothwell was awkward as fuck. Right? He's not. He's not uh, fundamentally sound. He fights mad weird, but he got power on like these awkward little angle shots that he throws, right. and he's putting people away, bro. Like <laughs> fuck that, bro. And he's a heavyweight. You're not a heavyweight, man. You you're gonna put yourself. Imagine you're fighting somebody, you moving your head and shit, like throwing punches off the line and shit. You put your you position yourself in a position where you're like, wow, all right, he can't. I'm good here. I know I'm good for that split second. Next thing you know, he's hitting you with some shit, <laughs> right? And you're like, 
You're, you're wobbled. You're like, how the fuck you hit me with that? That shouldn't wobble me, you know. But that's what he can generate power from all mm. kind of weird angles. I think Ben Rothwell is is a fucking monkey wrench. Mm. I think he's not that great, not polished, <laughs> but I think he's a monkey wrench. I think it's an awkward, hard ass fight. You did say that. I remember that. Uh, Liam says he is the best fighter in my opinion who never became a champ. He said he also beat he also beat Jan 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 Blahovich. Mm. And Aaron M says he trains with Chimaev. He's got great training partners. He does. Well, he's too big for Shemaev, probably, but still. Uh, But Liam also said Gus had been out because of his shoulder problems. Plus, he had taken a lot of damage because of the wars with Jones in D.C. Mm. True. Uh, I like like Alexander Gustafsson a lot. He's he's Good dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a great fighter, too. So I I hope he takes this one. I really do hope he takes this against Nikita Krylov, but that's not going to be an easy one. Nikita, though, minus 200, and Alexander Gustafsson, plus 170. Mm Mm-hmm. Next up, yes, up the next. fight that everyone's been waiting for. We got Patty Pimlet versus Jordan Levitt. <laughs> Simply because of Patty Patty Pimlet, bro. Right? Everyone's going crazy. You for seen it? You seen Waddy in the Discord? Oh, he did. A, he put a wig on and did a dance. You've been watching this dude in the Discord, bro. <laughs> He's out of control. He really you is. You know, yesterday I had to time him out for like an hour. Oh, really? I had to time. He was like, he just got excited because like. I like I, I like indulged a little bit in the trolling. Everybody was trolling and shit. They were they were yesterday Discord was crazy. Randy we held court. We held court. It was Discord court. People was arguing, you know what I mean? So I tried to egg them on to go in, into the voice channel. With just them. I, we modded out so just it was just you and the moderators. And one of the moderators, I'll be the fucking the the uh the judge. And we all watch and listen to you guys debate and we'll work it out. And at the end we'll hug it out and you know what I'm saying? Make up, yeah. And I was going to stream it live, but they didn't. One person was with it. Jonkins was with it. Canucks wasn't with it. Hasbulla wasn't with it. Mm. And then it just it became this whole troll thing. So I'm like, all right, let's. I indulged in the trolling for a little bit. And let me tell you, Wadi was in his fucking glory, bro. He was like, he was oh, th- he was like, this is what we're doing? I can let it go 100%? Oh my God, dude was wilding out. I had to, like, all right, I was like, all right, all right, chill, 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 chill. It's other people in this Discord. Be respectful. And he just couldn't stop. He just couldn't. I had time out for an hour. Like I had to time him out and let him go recalibrate and be like, bro, remember where you at, bro? Calm down. He was probably sitting on the edge of his bed waiting bro, for his phone. Someone said. He, someone said he right now he's writing a fucking manifesto <laughs> because we timed him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, dude was wilding. He was wilding. Trust me, he was wilding out. So we had to calm him down. But um, everything's back in order now in Discord. Mm. So so the court worked. I'm happy for that. I mean, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. It, it was dismissed. But um, yeah, he's in a Discord wearing a wig, a Patty wig, no shirt, <laughs> dancing around. Yeah, so he loves Patty the Batty. Yes, um, huge fan. This is a great fight, by the way. This is a great fight. Um, my take on this fight is that Patty is going to beat the brakes off this dude. You think? Oh, really? You think beat the shit out of him? I think so. I, I was honestly, I was just about to say, I wouldn't count Jordan Levitt out. I'm not counting. I would him say out. he could still be a dog. I think he's a live dog. I think he has the better grappling ability. I think that he can definitely submit Patty. Mm. Um, and I think he has the right attitude. I think that Levitt has the right attitude. He's confident. Um, he's confident that he can he can get the job done. Um, on the feet though. On the feet, Patty takes it. Patty, Patty, hand, just single handedly. Hand, yeah, Patty's gonna beat him on the feet. And the thing is, a lot of times we look at a guy and we say, "Well, Patty's not polished. He's been dropped. He's this. He's that." But here's the thing, um, Patty. 
Patty is a, is like he has this 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 fighting spirit mm. if you put it like that where maybe Jordan Levitt may be have the cleaner technique but technique without resolve means nothing and when I say resolve I mean resolve to get in there and make it ugly from the beginning you made up your mind like yo you know what I'm a I'm gonna press and I'm gonna bite down on my mouthpiece and I'm gonna fucking fight. I think Patty has that. He's a scouser. I think I scouser don't I, get knocked I, out. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. But I think that Patty can overwhelm him with just straight up dog. Mm. Um, Levitt don't give me dog, bro. Levitt gives right. me Le, Levitt is giving me like too much prep in his step. Right. You know what I'm saying? He kicking pickles. <laughs> he's kicking pickles. That's a, that's what he's giving me. Whereas I'm get where. <laughs> <laughs> so it's looking at me like what? <laughs> like what the fuck is kicking pickles, right? <laughs> but uh, I'll leave that open to the t- uh Um Go what? I don't even know how to interpret that. What do you mean you're gonna leave it open for uh, what's the word? Not elaboration. Interpretation? Interpretation. Interpretation. Yeah, I don't know how to interpret that. Take it how you He's want it. Kicking pickles. He's kicking pickles. Anyway. <laughs> He has great jujitsu. Mm-hmm. He can fight. Yes. Great technique. Right. On the feet, okay. I think that Patty can overwhelm him with just with his dog. If it goes to the ground, I think that uh Levitt completely uh annihilates him well, on the ground. I wouldn't I think Patty Pillman's jujitsu is pretty good. His grappling, you don't it think is, so? It is. It is. It's slick against uh I think the lower level guys. But Levitt is he's Levitt basically he's is a gr- he's a grappling he's guy. He's a grappler. Yeah. He's primarily a grappler. But you got to get the fight to the ground and if you can't get Patty to the ground I think he's just going to get pieced up. Mm. I I can agree with you on that. Uh, but Levitt is extremely confident. He's he is. very confident. And I, I I love the energy. I love the energy, but I, I think it's mistaken and Patty made a great point. Patty made a great point. The point was he's never fought in front of a crowd. And the first crowd that he's going to fight in front of is Patty's crowd. And as a fighter, maybe that might not mean anything to you guys, but as a fighter, crowd matters. For sure. The crowd matters. It, it, it's a whole different element that can either make you or break you. Mm. And when they start roaring and they start throwing their bears and they start, you, your ears are ringing and you're like, oh, shit. And that crowd is against you. Oh, yeah. If you ain't built for it, it sounds like it shouldn't be anything, right? But if you ain't built for that, that can overwhelm you. Dudes get tired. Zaps your cardio. That adrenaline dump is w- way bigger than it normally is. When I fight fighting Apex, it feels like sparring. And this is me with all, with this is me what twelve fights in, mm. right? When I fight in the, the Apex sparring, whatever, right? maybe even two laxed. I love the crowd. I I thrive in the crowd, but because of all my fights prior to, has always been a big crowd. Right. Even when I was fighting locally, it's always been a big crowd. So the crowd gives you a sense of. Extra battery, you know what I mean? But some people, it gives them that dump when they're not used to it. It can mm. give you that dump, and you're, it can throw your whole fucking game off, you know? So um, I don't know how he's going to handle that. I don't know how Levitt's going to handle that. So I'm curious to see how that works. But I think Patty's experienced that. He's been there before, and I think he's just going to go in there and just... The crowd actually puts a battery in his back in the right, wrong for way, sure. too. Right. It gives, he just fucking goes, and he fights. So I'm going to just bite down and just throw down. Mm. You know, and that could get you in trouble too. I think is an even ground. You need to find a place where the crowd doesn't really don't let it affect you, but at the same time let it let it guide you through like the adrenaline. You know what I mean? Feed off their energy. Let you make it makes you be more confident to get your shit off and go and entertain. But at the same time, don't let them hype you up to do something that 
that to you, lose your technique right that you wouldn't normally do exactly that's wild though that jordan levitt has not fought in front of a crowd when you think about it this is what his like fourth or fifth fight in the ufc now yeah, i believe so that that that's insane uh i think there was someone last week that fought too in at ufc long island that never fought uh, in front of a crowd before, and he, he even he said he was like, "This was the greatest thing." Like, I love it's this. It's so different. Yeah, it's, it's so different. compared to fighting literally just in front of no one, especially when you're inexperienced. At least, let me tell y'all something for me, right? I'll tell y'all a quick story. My debut, it was hard for me to, it was hard for me to, uh, to reach my guy, and I don't know if that makes sense to you. It probably doesn't, but I felt like I always fought. At about 50% of my ability Whenever Earlier in my My earlier fights In the UFC Reason being I wasn't used to that I wasn't used to The crowd The energy The adrenaline For me It didn't give me a dump To make me gasp The dump that it gave me Because it gives you Like a fight or flight My My particular uh, Reaction to it was Tunnel vision Mm -hmm. So I would My opponent I would always just see his His head I don't know if that makes sense to you But I would just see like It would feel like a floating head I would not see any part of his body. I would just be locked in on his face like this. Mm. Right? And he's just like, we're just moving. And everything I threw felt like so slow. It just felt like, damn, I can't get him. And it was just like, I didn't really understand the distance. And it was just like this, this awkward dance that we did. And that's how it feels to get be uncomfortable because of the crowd, mm. because of the situation. Now, later in my career, I'm much more comfortable in front of the crowd, it doesn't feel like sparring, but it does feel like I can control everything. I can do everything that I can do in a gym. Right. I can do it. I can I can think and plan and plot and set things up and set traps all while I'm in there now. Mm. Before, I couldn't do that. And I don't know if anyone just comes into the UFC or comes into a grand scale like that on a big scale and just can perform. I don't think anybody can do that. You know? And I think the guys who can, they did it elsewhere before. Like guy Adesanya was able to, he has that mastery striking, that master level striking, can still do it in his debut because he's fought on these big scales in the past. Kickboxing. In kickboxing. Jordan Levitt, what did he do, a jiu-jitsu tournament? You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Ain't nobody in the crowd for a jiu-jitsu tournament. You know what I mean? So, what, Apex? All right, now you're in front of thousands and thousands. enemy territory. enemy territory. And they're screaming at you. Throwing shit at you. Just, just think about this. You, you walking you, out in a motherfucker like this. Literally, you know, people reaching out to touch your hands. You reaching out to touch people, and you walking, walking, and somebody just got a finger in your face like this. Like, like the fuck? We saw what he did he, after the weigh-ins. He went for a high five and then went. Yeah. <laughs> and then pulled and the his crowd is like <sighs> already. <laughs> think, like, think about this when you fought in Brazil. It was the same shit, basically. Yeah, same Imagine shit. that being your first ever fight in front of a crowd. Fans. It would have fucked me up. Yeah, my that's first crazy. fight. Good thing I was more experienced at that time. Right. Because if that happened, my first fight, it would have fucked me up. Yeah, that that's insane when you think about that. That really is. So just because of that too, I think I might be going with Patty in this fight. I, I didn't even know that. Yo, I didn't know he and, never fought in front of the crowd. That's why I think I, I think Patty is a, is the pick. Right. But he's he's the underdog. Uh, Levitt, right? Levitt. He's. I think he's what he's plus two plus two hundred five. Patty's minus two forty five. It's worth it's worth the it's worth the throwing a bag on yeah, it. It's I still he's a, a dog because he's, he's a live dog. Yeah, he's, he's still. a live dog. But still, um, I think. I think the odds are right here. And mm. I feel like that's a that's a tough fight to be your first fight in front of a crowd. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because like the they put in the battery in Patty's back and completely exactly. side swiping you. Yeah, yeah but crazy. that can also get Patty in trouble. On yeah. the other side, play devil devil's advocate. I think that could get Patty in trouble mm-hmm. because if Patty's too overly aggressive now and letting the crowd hype him and just wanting to go out there and just bang and maybe you know get a hold of him, yeah, I'll take him down too. You on the ground now, and I think that I do believe Jordan Jordan Levitt is. Way ahead of him on the ground, right? Huh. Well, we 
were you gonna say? No, you have some comments. Maroon said the build up to this fight has been one whole a yo. <laughs> For real, it has been. Yeah, you would not expect it, but I guess it it has been because. And of Liam had a question for you, Phil. He said, "Question for Phil: Do you want to see twerk or teabag?" Mm, good question. That's what I was gonna bring up. You saw. You obviously know Jordan Jordan Levitt twerks after he wins. I do love that. <laughs> I do enjoy seeing uh, him twerk after he gets a nice finish. But for you saw what what Patty said about teabagging too. He's yeah, like, like I'm gonna teabag him. I'm gonna like teabag him. Like yeah. modern warfare. I'm gonna go over his head and bounce up and down <laughs> like modern warfare. I I think we see a teabag. I think we see the teabag. We see a teabag. Um, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole again because we did it. Every time we talk about Jordan Levitt, we go into this. Listen, is Jordan Levitt gay? Honestly, I I could see it. I think yeah. I, I think I could see it. He has a wife and a kid, but it means nothing. I know, I know that I, that that doesn't mean nothing. But I I actually I might I think he might be. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I I, I just think that he knows he doesn't really speak to it. I you mean, because I mean, he spoke to it before, like just a little bit. It was like, oh well, you know, I have a wife and kids, and you know. I, I'm just I just do weird shit. I like to do weird shit. I'm like, you I can think take that yeah. however you want to take it. Right. I mean, I think a lot of people probably think that. Yeah, I think everybody. It's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious. It's like, bro, just come out. Just come out. If you hey. hide and come out. If you're not, then hey, it is what it is. It's not that easy for some people, but that's true. You know what? What are we gonna do? Nothing. He can fight his ass off. Exactly. And then he gonna bust a split and twerk on front and of you. Tip drill for a celebration, <laughs> which is wild crazy to me. But Bruh. more power to you. <laughs> when when that remember that knockout he got that slam knockout that yeah. was his debut I think yeah that shit bro the guy that he fought a, I forgot his name his eyes literally crossed too. his yeah. eyes literally were crossing I was like oh my fucking god yeah. I actually got scared yeah that was insane those slam knockouts bro that was fucking crazy but young fighters man goddamn never jump guard you know that happened to Dave Branch that happened to uh a couple guys that happened to who's the guy that that was doing that to everybody on I think he was on Ultimate Fighter at one point um. He's not in the UFC anymore. Chat, 2K, where you at? You know who I'm talking about. Um, and he used he, what is his name? I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. I don't remember his name. But I remember he used to slam the shit out of people. And he used to, is a black dude from, um, from like the South. And he was known, Gerald, Gerald, Gerald Harris. Oh, there you go. Gerald 2K Harris. said, yeah, Gerald. Yes, yeah. Gerald Harris. He would, he would knock people the fuck out just like that. And back in the day when I was watching MMA, what I learned is to never jump guard. Mm. Never jump guard. Never let someone pick you up. The moment they pick you up, just stand up. Right. Unlock your legs immediately. If they pick you up, then you that's a chance for you to be able to stand up. You know what I mean? They're assisting you to stand up. So just open your legs and stand up. Y'all, trust me, do not keep your legs crossed. It's, even if you he, do say, I'm going to keep put it. His arm, yeah. he, keeps his arm, he puts his arm across right. like this as a bar, as a frame. To, like, to help. Push Run you down. So there's nowhere for your head to bounce and Jesus reverb. Christ. You know what I'm saying? It's in between your head and the fucking canvas. so violent. You're in front of his forearm and the canvas, and Bruh, it's just, boom, it's all so head. That's so violent. So it's like. That's scary. Don't let that bar come across your face if you're going to hold on. I suggest not even don't being even. There. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, looking at looking at his, his uh, sure dog, TKO slam, KO slam. KO slam, TKO slam. Yeah, like Yo, he has one that is that is so cool, bro. It's like he was on, he slammed the dude. He knew he had it. Picked the dude up, boom, slammed him. And when he slammed him, before the ref got to him, 
He just he, is that the one he he just went like it was on you it was on World Star. He just went yeah the piece. He, he was yeah. like peace. And then he walked away. <laughs> I just walked away. I was like damn, <laughs> that's fucked up. Then that's crazy. Holy shit. Um, well we both got Patty in this one then. I'm taking Patty. Minus two forty five and plus two hundred five for Jordan Levitt. Yeah, I think Patty takes it as well. Real quick before we move on, do you think if Patty loses, does Jordan Levitt become a superstar? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't see that. I don't see. Honestly, I don't see him being. Patty will top go on to fight again, win his next fight, and, and still be the shit. exactly. He'll still be Patty the baddie. Yeah, still yeah. be Patty the baddie. So Patty doesn't lose. Either way. Because people are not in love. People don't love Pat, Love Patty for Patty's uh, fighting ability. Right. People love Patty for Patty shenanigans. Right. You saw at the weigh-ins. He showed his ass. Yeah, showed his ass at the weigh-ins. Everyone that and everyone that told fat. Fat shamed me. You, know, you can kiss me ass. Like. Yeah. People like that shit for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Like people like that shit. Like if if you no know Waddy was going crazy. Waddy was going crazy. <laughs> if you're as an, and I think it's the accent. Right. Because as an American, now think about Kobe did that. Mm. That's off brand for an American. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I don't think that'll just be like, all right. I feel like that is their their kind of humor over there. Yeah, it's humor yeah. for them, you know? So it's like, it's different. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. That's how I see it at least. Um, all right. Co-main event. We got number eight, Jack Hermanson versus number, is he number nine? Chris Curtis in the middleweight division. I don't know. He's number nine. Uh, but Chris Curtis takes this fight on sh- semi-short notice, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. because Darren Till pulled out due to an undisclosed injury, or I don't know if it has been disclosed. Um, what do we think about that? I'm just curious, actually, real quick. Because he's supposed to be fighting in London. This is his home crowd, you know, his hometown. Everyone was excited to see him. But this is the this is the second or third time he's pulled out due to an injury. Yeah. Uh, and he also has talked about in the past about being scared to fight sometimes and like that kind of stuff like getting in his head and maybe thinking about pulling out of a fight because he's scared i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like as soon as i heard he called, pulled out I, I i was just like nah i was like i feel like he like got scared or something and just like you think i, I honestly i'm gonna be honest with you because this is not the first time this has happened this is multiple times he's pulled out of jack hermanson though I mean, maybe he just got in his head. He's like, "Oh shit, I'm on a losing streak. What if I lose another one? Like, what's gonna happen?" What? Could... I think. I think. I mean, he I think that injured. makes sense. He I could think be I'm, injured. I think that makes sense. He, I, I, I think he's injured, but I think that to what you're saying that that it could be true in a sense of he's injured and he knows he's not a hundred percent. So he's like, you know what? Whereas maybe another fighter with the same injury as Darren Till probably mm-hmm. would have continued to fight anyway. Right. But I feel like because it's Darren. Maybe he's just like him being injured and him not being able to train at his hundred percent that he normally trains at. Maybe that's more so what what makes him scared, right? You know, maybe 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 it's, it's more like that. But but I don't know. Or maybe he's just fucking injured. Everyone everyone's ripping me. They said y'all reading into bro. He's just injured. Is what Two K said. Apparently they said Liam NLV said it's not that. It's his knee. And he said Jonkin said Phil with the this attempted character assassination. Jeez. <laughs> Um, Biscuit said he fought Whitaker with that injury, so he's not scared. I mean, hey, it was just a hypothesis, I guess you could say. <laughs> An educated guess. An educated guess. I mean, he's he has talked about being scared and uh, almost pulling out of fights because he's so scared. I'm so. the one with the conspiracy theories all the time. Right, right. Philip. Phil's first conspiracy theory. Phil's got first shit. conspiracy. And I, get, and I get destroyed. 
Listen, man. I don't think he's far off, though. I mean, the man did say he gets scared, and he's pulled out of how many fights? Like, Tell us. That's all I got. I think he... He's a fucking bitch and he's scared. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say all that. Are you called Till, him out? He said, where the fuck you at, Till? He said, get your scared ass to the octagon, pussy. Right, Phil? I, I mean, I thought it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what is cool? He's going to be in Chris, Cur- Chris Curtis's corner. He's not. Oh, he's not now? No, he's not. I thought he was. He he was originally, but then he he said that he thought that, well, and then when he did pull out, people were like, oh, world record. Like or, or like never been done in history, you know, pulled out pulled out of the same car twice. Right, right. Um, nah, he said that he felt that'll be disrespect to the entire situation. You know what I mean? Like I pulled out of the, the fight and, and, then, I, show and then I show up and there I'm supposed to be fighting this, but I'm right. gonna come in corner. That's what dude. I thought too. I was gonna like, be that's, that's a little that's weird. Not, you know, that ain't it. Okay, so that's good at least, I guess. I don't think people would have cared. Show up. Hey, people well, know you're injured, all right. You can't fight, but I'm still here though. Right. I'm here in another way. Right, right. <laughs> Um, but that's also real odd to me. But again, I don't know what. I think that having fighters that have so many different people in their corners all the time, like you ever see a true. fighter and it's like, this fight is this person in their corner, this fight right. is that person in their corner, then it's that person, it's that person. And it's like throughout their entire career, they don't had fucking twenty different people in their corners. True. Stay consistent. Yeah, that's weird, man. Yeah. Like, like the people in your corner are important. They're coaches think, for a reason. Yeah, yeah. but I I credit that to guys who come up in these gyms where more are factories they're not like a they're not like a family or like a coach fighter they don't really have a coach fighter relationship it's just like i show up to the gym and there's a bunch of fighters there there's a coach there's an owner and the fighters kind of the coach holds pads once in a while but the fighters kind of just build each other mm. and they they build that camaraderie amongst each other and it's just more like yo Bro, you want to corner me? I'm fighting next week. You know what I mean? They just kind of right. like get there. They train yourself essentially. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, you want to pull up? <laughs> and then you and your boys just show up and just go throw down. Like it's kind of it's dope in a way, but in a sense, I think it's um, it's not it's not wise. Right. I think I think especially that, in the UFC this far in your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you. I would never just. I only. Yeah, I trained with Till once. Yo, bro, you want to come corner me? Come on. Yeah. Nah. nah, the corner is important, man. Mm-hmm. You got like my corners have been with me. My my corner has never changed since I was a since I was an amateur all the way same? up to pro. Same three people, bro. Four, yeah. same three or four people. That's it. Only right. thing we had to take away one when I got to the UFC. Over, oh, true. It's three, right? But that's it. It's been the same motherfuckers the entire time, and Damn. I think it's gonna be that way until I retire. I mean, why not? Because your 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 coach is just not. But also, my relationship with my coaches right. are different. The way I came up. I came up in a dojo that was very, I was a, it was a fighter, fighter coach relationship. You were star. I, yeah. Not, not even a star. I was just like, he didn't, I was, I didn't, he didn't have a lot of fighters. Mm. You know what I mean? So I got all the attention, everything, all the knowledge got poured into me. Mm. Right. And I don't think he wants to take on any other fighter either. It was just like, all right, I, didn't, I don't want to train anyone. And I just, so it was kind of like, I got all the knowledge and he looked, it was just everything got poured into me. We traveled to sparring together, did everything together. It's like, all right, fighter, coach, relationship. More like boxing. Right. You know, so it's just weird. I feel like that. that's the – I'd rather have that coach than, yeah. like you said, like a factory gym. Because that coach, if you're getting fucked up, They'll the be, towel will come yeah, in. Exactly, yeah. Right? That other coach, I don't know if the towel's coming in, bro. Right. It's a factory. It's just like, yo, 
I want my 10%. Right, true, yeah. I hope you pay. I hope you're dying in there. I hope you fucking pull it off a Hail Mary so that we can get this money. Get that 50K. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be wondering, like, yo, you going to let your mans go out like that, bro? Yeah, he he's definitely will. Cooked. There is no chance he's coming back to win this fight, like, bro. I f- Throw in the towel and save him so he can fight another day. I forgot that fighter, though. He, he was made his UFC debut. For a French and dude. And he was... Not not the French dude though that too that was bad but he was on the stool after the round it was first or second round he's like I, I don't call it. he's like call it he's like I can't do it he's like and, call and the fight nah. and the coach was like no you got this you can do it don't give up like and the fighter was literally like he's like call it please like I can't do this mm. the coach was just like no no you got to do it yeah at that point the co- uh, the, at that at that point think about it the fighter is saying I cannot I I won't please don't let me go back out there right. what do you think when he is in his when he steps out there and that bell rings. You think he has it in him to pull anything at that any, point? Yeah. You got to talk him up. If anything, if the fighter's unsure of himself, he's lacking confidence, he just took a beat and he's down, he's sitting there. You can see he still wants to fight, but he's like, he's just down. Like, damn. Like, You can see he's not, he's not believing in himself. Your job is to prep him back up. Give him that prep talk. Like, nah, you got this. And he's like, all right, yeah, you're right. You're right. Let me get out there and go. If the motherfucker's sitting there like, bro, stop this fight, man. Yeah, call I'm, it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I am done. Guess what? He's done. Right. There's nothing you're going to tell him when he goes back out there to win this fight because he's not in that zone anymore to win a fight. He's done. Mm-hmm. Send him home. I hope he figured out his team after that because that was real fucked up. Um, back to the fights, though. Jack Manson versus Chris Curtis. I like, I like what's happened with Chris Curtis. Mm. He goes from almost retiring from the sport of MMA to becoming a, a, a big name in the UFC so far. Yeah, He's had... Getting a bunch of finishes, or not a bunch, but he has some finishes in the UFC now. Uh, he's made a name for himself, and he's already getting a, a fight against number eight, Jack Hermanson. You know what I love about his story is that he also, I feel like he's always been a lamb to right. slaughter. Right. And he always pulls it off. He does, exactly. He's been pulling it off. He's on a, a nice little run right now. And I think I think that he's, uh, I think that he wins this fight, actually. I think that he wins this fight handily. You think so? I think so. Damn. He's, I mean, my, he's my lock here. So he's a lock. There's another lock. It's my other lock. He's actually on a oh, <laughs> he is on a eight fight win streak with a knockout since he got to the UFC. Knockout win over Phil Hawes, which was probably not supposed to happen for the UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, a TKO win over Brendan Allen, which was most definitely not supposed to happen for the UFC because I remember the the announcers, uh, the reaction to that loss for Brendan Allen, and then he just won junior June 25th over Rodolfo Vieira. Unanimous decision. Uh, so this guy is... He's on a tear. He's, he really is he's on, on a tear. tear. And he's extremely experienced. He's been around for such a long time. 29-8 record. Yeah, he's been yeah. in fun. PFL. He fought in... Where else? A bunch a bunch of different places. Yeah, this guy's got... Now, now he's putting it together, though. What 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 streak is he on? What kind of streak is he on? He's on like a 8-5 eight eight win, win streak. 8-5 win streak over... Yeah. So, I mean... And before that, he was on a... On a 8-5 win streak. And then he went on a 3-fight three three skid. Yep. And then now he's back on an eight fight street. Win so, I mean, and bro, all those are, all those except two wins are just, are uh, decisions. Nice. So, I mean, this guy's going in there and f- just straight up finishing people. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for this fight. I like Chris Curtis a lot. Uh, but Jack Hermanson on the other hand, other, other, on the other hand he, he's got to take a wrestling approach to this fight. He does. On the feet, Chris Curtis is, I think, sleeping him. But Chris Curtis, we saw in his last fight against Rodolfo Vieira, he's got some pretty good takedown defense. Yeah. I mean, some of those takedown attempts were pretty shit, but still. <laughs> From Vieira, but the thing is, I think that I think that um the way that the way that 
Jack Hermanson approaches the takedown. His takedowns aren't great. Right. But I think that the way he does approach the takedown is typically upper body locks, mm. body locks, leg trips. He's going to take it however he could get it. He's mm. not in the middle of the octagon shooting takedowns, um, shooting double legs. I think that they're going to try to clinch. He's going to try to clinch up. And when he clinches up, let's see um, Chris Curtis. what Chris can do. Let's see what Chris can do from there. And if Chris can is able to not get taken down there, I think that he could win this fight. Right. But if he's able to get ta- if if uh Jack is able to take him down in the middle of the octagon with those body locks, I, I think, think I think it's gonna be tough for him. I think he takes a decision. Yeah, maybe yeah. a decision or something. But, but yeah. I think that I think that Curtis should be should be able to avoid that for the most part. I think so. He seems like a pretty strong guy too. Yeah. So hard to get down. Uh, but I could see Chris Curtis getting the finish, honestly, in this fight. Uh, it's a pretty even matchup, though. Minus 115 for Jack Hermanson and slight underdog Chris Curtis minus 105. So Did you see Chris with that troll? Yes. Chris, they posted a video of him training at, a, what is it, XMMA or something like that in, in Las Vegas? Yeah. And uh, this guy apparently had over 200 street fights. This is what this guy said. And uh, it's a video of Chris Curtis and this guy just basically just sparring. Mm-hmm. And he was going. Chris Curtis was obviously not going full, uh, full, uh, whatever on this guy. He's taking a light, and he was just like body kicking him stuff. And the guy would like bend over and kneel over. And then they actually got into like an argument after. Like they, Chris Curtis was like legitimately pissed off and wanted to fight this guy and like knock him out. Mm. Uh, I don't know what happened. I didn't see the whole video, but I feel like that happens a lot in gyms. Yeah, there's always trolls and shit like that, but. He said that he was being afterwards. He got mad and he was saying, "Yeah, bro, I was trying to be nice to you because apparently the guy was talking shit at the end of it." So he was like, "Bro, I, was, I, I chose to go in with you because I felt bad because anybody else in this room went in here with you, they would have knocked you the fuck out." Right. I feel like that was kind of pointless though for him to like raise up and start going crazy like that at the end because yeah. the dude was the dude said I could have knocked you out, but I didn't. That's what he said. Yeah, he's a troll, bro. Yeah. That's what they do. You fucking you beat the shit out of him, and he's like, "Oh." Easy work. I could have beat you. You're lucky. I missed that one punch. Or I would have knocked you out. Like you know, what I'm saying like it is obvious. He's obviously a troll. Like ah, uh, for him getting mad like that at the end was kind of odd. Yeah. It's like bro, just do him. Just do him from the jump. Exactly. He was like he wanted to be a good person and all that, and say hey, let me just play with him in there. He probably doesn't know what he's doing. He's crazy. Either you're gonna do it or not do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I don't have time to go in there. If I don't know you, you signed a waiver, and I know you're a troll. Like why well, I'm gonna play with you in there and show you like. The error of your ways Like you know what I'm saying Like no I could actually kill you in here So I'm gonna just play with you Man fuck all that You a troll You like to be funny on the internet It's real life Come oh yeah Kill him If he dies he dies <laughs> So you would sleep someone I would sleep the fuck out of him You should know better than that What the fuck are you doing That is that yeah. is That's ballsy That's yeah. ballsy as fuck But he wanted to go in and say You know what I'm gonna save you Because everybody else in here Would do you oh, 100%. I didn't want to do you like that So then now When it's done And the dude's talking shit You raise up to be mad To True. fight him again Tell him yeah. to put his gloves back on Yeah That, that was kind of That is kind of wild Stupid Stop. Stop And it's funny Because Forward Nord says uh, Can't believe Sean Strickland Was the voice of reason Word. Right well, Sean Strickland was like All right, He was like Trying <laughs> to break like, it up like, Chill man chill yeah. Calm down Yeah for real Out of everyone Sean Strickland. Well, it's because they're homies, so he probably because he, he probably never seen Chris Curtis like that or get that mad or something. He's probably like, "Oh shit!" If he's if he's acting like this, he's probably real pissed off. Nah, that was weird. I don't think he was that mad. I was like, as a, I think you should be able to control yourself at that point. You got really, you really, you're that when, mad because yeah. the dude said he said, "Yo, you're lucky I I, I could have knocked you out." You got that mad. He was putting on man. 
He's yeah. putting on. Well, what's the point in putting on at that point? I don't know, bro. Shit is weird. I don't. I don't know. You really. You got that. That would that make you that mad? I, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a man, and I don't really have an ego like that. So I can't yeah, answer I guess, me. I won't that's give fair. a fuck. I wouldn't care. I'm would a man and I'm a fighter. I wouldn't care. Because I, would I would have knocked him the fuck out from the jump. <laughs> so he wouldn't have been speaking. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't have got there. But Forward Nord said, I would love to get slept by you. All right. We can set that up. I'm down. YouTube video coming up soon. <laughs> Forward Nord KO'd. Oh, uh, main event time? Main event time. We got number four, Curtis Blades against number six, Tom Aspinall. Another English fighter. Again, obviously all the praise. This guy, Tom Aspinall, has propelled... Oh, yeah. In the heavyweight division. But rightly deserved. This guy's got England skill. Superstar. He has got super skill. He he's one of the one of the uh the the European fighters that I think deserves to be like a superstar. The dude hundred percent. The dude I call him mini mini um mini mirror. Yeah, Frank Mir, yeah. <laughs> mini Mir, mini Frank Mir. He um Baby near, baby mirror. <laughs> he looks like uh, he looks just like Frank Mir. He does honestly. He fights. Only thing is, he's two. He's Frank Mir two point The dude can um, fights like him. The dude can can throw hands. He can box. He's extremely fast. Great grappling. Great grappling ability. Um, I think he has it all. I think he has it all. The problem in this fight is shout out to Chris uh to Curtis Blaze for taking the fight semi short notice. By the way, um, I think that if he wins this fight in his hometown and a main event. Next level. I think he's a massive superstar after that. He gets a title shot. Yeah, and I think he gets a title shot. 100%. Right. Um, or they f- put him against Gain or Ty, whoever wins that one. Yeah. So, the problem is this is a tough fight. Curtis Blades is not an easy outing. I think mm-hmm. Curtis, Curtis Blades is the best wrestler in that division. Right. And he's shown recently, even more so, shown yeah. like, yo, he got hands too. He knocked out Chris Dawkins, yeah. I don't think it would be wise for him to stand and trade with... Uh, mm-hmm. With Tom Aspinall because Tom Aspinall's boxing is crisp. He's because so he can string fast, it together dude. better. Yeah. He's he's fast. Um, great setups, great traps. But I do think if um if Curtis Blaze puts him on his back and can keep him on his back early, I think it's a wrap. Mm. I mean, basically any fight with Chris Curtis, I feel like that's how it is. He's gonna implement his wrestling game, and if he gets that, he's he's gonna take the win. I'm taking Blades. You you're gonna take Curtis Blades? I'm taking Blades. Mm. I'm taking Razor Blades. Mm, I'm not sure. I feel like I want to go with Tom Aspinall on this one. Honestly. You th- First, before I even make this pick, all right? You think that well, if Curtis Blades stands, you think that Curtis Blades is gonna stand? Do you think he's gonna do it? I think he will for a little you bit. Think he will? I think he will. I think he'll try and see. You think, like first round, you feel like he's just gonna come in, strike for a little bit, and then go for the takedown, or is he gonna feel getting his getting his bag, getting his ego, and feel like you know what? Yeah, I'm here, and just start throwing hands because sometimes he does. I, th- that. I think he. I think he will do that. If he does that, he's getting hurt. You think he's gonna get finished? I think. I mean, have we have we seen what's his name? Tom Aspinall's takedown defense as well. It's pretty good. But, Curtis but against Blades, Curtis Blades wrestling, yeah, that's Curtis Blades has taken down everybody he's fought. Mm. Except I don't know. I'm gonna say except Derek Lewis. Oh. <laughs> that uppercut. <laughs> he ran into it. He couldn't get a chance, bro. He was about to. He just ran into the uppercut. Damn. Damn. Um but I don't know. I, this is tough. I feel like Tom Aspinall is going to take this. I, I I think so. I think he he is the better fighter, more well-rounded fighter. Fluffy says Aspinall teabags him. Yeah, he, um, he said super lock for so Aspinall. So what did Maroon say? Maroon. Uh, Maroon said, Randy, how many fighters' egos you hurt after sparring, LOL? Like, you piece them up all around for them to turn around and say some off-the-wall shit like, man, you hit like a bitch anyway. 
Oh damn, I didn't think I thought you were talking about the fight. But um No. Typically in gyms people don't really do that. Especially fighters. When you spawn with other fighters, it's respect. Yeah, it's not really that type of energy. In the good gyms at least. Fluffy really <laughs> said Jake Shields. Yeah, like see that's weird. Like that's people don't really do that. It's not really a thing that happens. Like that's not really the, the vibe. That's just like people who don't know how to fight or off the street or who just walk in a boxing gym and think that's the energy and it's like Oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm so tough. Like you hit like a bitch. Like that's that's not what I, that's not like the movies. You remember, you remember Warrior when he went to the gym and that boy, the other dude was working out. He was the champ, and then he wanted to get back to fighting and like you know he so he had to prove himself and he went in the ring and just knocked, knocked this dude out. out. Yeah. It's like that's the movies, man. Like that's right. not really like that. You know. Right. I we think are, a lot of fighters understand like, hey, today some days you're the hammer, some days, days you're the nail. Everybody, everybody. Like literally, your favorite fighter who you think is is like, oh man, this guy is beating everybody's ass in the gym. This guy's the best in the world. Nah, there's there's days where he's getting his ass whooped. And what matters is the night you show up. Mm. The night you show up. That's what matters. Um. Well, for Tom Aspinall, you know he has a hundred percent finish rate in the UFC. He does five fight win streak in in the UFC alone. So I don't know. I feel like I'm going with Aspinall. I think I'm taking him. Odds are Blades plus 110, slight underdog, and Tom Aspen on minus 130 for the slight favorite. And that is all for the UFC London card, people. Nice. We got a nice early one again tomorrow. I'm taking Blades. Mm. Just wrestle fucks him? I'm taking Blades. Mm. Well, that's it, people. You heard it here first. That is it. Drop us with some news. All right. Some news. Hamzat Chamaya versus Nate Diaz scheduled for UFC 279 on September 10th at T-Mobile Arena for a main event. And this is the last fight on Nate Diaz's current UFC contract. What are the chances Nate Diaz shows up and actually make that fight happen? Do you think that fight is actually going to happen? I think it will happen. I think it does. But I think he gets destroyed. Yeah. Right? I mean... What's the point of him That's and Shamayev, so, though? It's so dumb it, because, it, I don't know. It's so stupid. Why I don't get why people in the welterweight division fight not in their rankings. Like, what is going on here? Why is Shamayev? I mean, well, we got to look at it like this, too. You got to look at it as he's a massive superstar. He's a massive superstar. And both guys are. Both both guys are, yeah. And But I, I, I'd say... I'd say Nate even more so. And it'll sell. They both have their huge fan bases. I think that it'll sell. And I think... It's in the UFC's best interest, probably even more so than more so than any of the fighters. It's more so in the UFC's best interest, and it's also his last fight on the contract. They know he wants to go fight Jake Paul. I'd say we know he's gonna lose. Everybody knows right. he's gonna lose. We're gonna go watch it, but maybe it's a attempt to soil his brand. It could be before he before he leaves. But I I don't th- in a way it's hard to say because I feel like his brand is unsoilable. Right, he's guys, yeah, the dude, like you said, superstar. Listen, he was a great. He was great. Legend. I'd go as far to say he was a legend, but as of right now, where it stands, Nate Diaz is not a top fifteen caliber fighter. Mm. Casual, sorry, <laughs> he's not. There's guys that are not in the top 15 and, and at uh, at welterweight that will beat the fuck out of Nate Diaz. Mm. Sorry. That's just what it is. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, right? And people, you don't like to hear that, but that's fact. He hasn't been a top 15 caliber fighter for a long time now. 
Um, and he's a 55er for real. <laughs> if you really want to get real about it, he's not even a 70 pounder. He's really a 55er. But um, true. But I don't know. These dudes just hold space, man, and it's the it's the it's the star power. And star power matters because this is still a business at the end of the day. It's all about the money. Yeah. It's all and about the, the money at the end of the day and the viewership. So um, I think that he rides off into the sunset. I think he, he mm-hmm. gets his ass kicked yep. and then he's he's going to go box. And, I, and we got this whole thing of his boxing. We say, and I, I'm not, I don't want, this is not me talking shit about Diaz. You know what I'm saying? This is just me. My observation, my true observation is I don't even think his boxing ability is what we make it out to see. Mm-hmm. I think make it out to be. I think that he has great elements of boxing. But I do not think he has he is a slick boxer or a great boxer that we like. I think he has the elements of boxing that he uses is pretty good. No tell. No tell on his punches. And the combination that being common in combination with his durability and his length. Great. His gas. And his gas tank. He weaponizes his gas tank. But all he does, he keeps his guard up nice and high. Zero tell on them punches. You can't see these punches. He just drops them on you. Him and his brother. They just drop them on you. Volume. Pop. And they just add up. That was the game plan back then. But people are onto that, and now <laughs> the game is elevated in a much, much uh, to a much better place where dudes are understanding those type of things. Those type of things are are what people are seeing. That so I think that element of boxing is what made him good. But I don't think that when I look at him, I look at him as like a boxer. Right. Like he's a great boxer. I don't. Also, he's a jujitsu guy too. His jujitsu is very good. Right. Very very good. Mm. Um, that being said, I think he gets destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um. What's next for for Hamzat after that? I hate to look past the fight, but I mean, um, yeah, he he's at what the number two spot, I think. Yeah, does he get a title shot after being Nate? That's Diaz? what I'm saying. It's so weird. Like, what? I don't get it. It's what so happens dumb. there? He's got to fight Kobe. Does that does that put does that put Shemaev in the conversation, in the realm of the conversation that that happens when we talk about Conor McGregor? It's we know Conor's not coming back to take that fight. No, 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 no chance. If anything, Conor comes back and walks into a title shot. I would say that's more likely. Yeah. But I don't even know if we ever see Connor again. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. Dana says he's, we'll see him at the end of 2022, but I don't know about that. You seen him? Yeah, he's jacked up. I think he's trying to make a run. At, I think he's going to try to fight for the title. <laughs> and as the champion, you have a say of who you fight. Think about it. You're Kamara Usman. Who do you fight? Shamayev or Connor McGregor? Right. You have a pick at that point. You get. I'm taking Connor. Oh, a thousand percent. You're taking Connor. Right. Shemaev is that the dog? He wants it. Yeah, you're taking Connor. Why are you taking only, only way Usman takes Shemaev? That would have to be straight up ego or just a straight up competition to show that I'm the big fucking dog in the yard and I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. Mm. I'm here to show you that I'm the champ for a reason and I'm the biggest dog in this yard and I take on all challenges. Or he's done. He's proven so much already, and he's got and he can say, "Hey, give me the money." That's what he wants to give me the money, and I think, I think I think I think. I think he'll take the money to fight Chimaev or no, to fight Connor. I mean. To fight Connor. Right. I agree. Honestly. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. Another fight announced. Johnny Walker will fight Ian Kutilaba at UFC 279 at September 10th as well. I think Ian Kutilaba takes that one. I think Johnny Walker's cooked. I think he's done. Honestly. You do. Yeah. Remember that his knockout loss against Jamal Hill. He like threw his arms up and flew back. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was weird. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take Kutalaba. That's yeah. a great. That's a great matchup. Kutalaba yeah. is on a rise. No, no, no. I'm thinking of someone else. Kutalaba is, is a dog. Yeah, I'm thinking of Magomed. But Kutalaba is a dog. Kutalaba, he's always angry and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's the, you are my bonus. Yeah. 
Yo, I seen him one time and I was like, oh, let's do it. He looks like that just all the time. He looks just angry. Why? Like, it's hilarious. Angry boy. At all times. It's hilarious. Um, all right. Another fight. This one is very strange. Don't understand it. But Peter Yan versus Sean O'Malley has been announced for October 22nd in Abu Dhabi at UFC 280. Amazing. You like that? Amazing. I think I think that this is such a good fight for for Sean O'Malley. I just think he did it the right way. If you're gonna do it, look at that blueprint. He did it the right way. I think that's the only way to do it. Mm. You know, pick this fights right right through all the way up until you know he was able to get these big fights. And it's funny because it was kind of surprising. Th- Given the fact that the fight, his last fight ended the way it did. Right, the eye poke. No one saw this coming. Mm. Um, but what I do notice about about uh, O'Malley, I think he's really smart. Because I think he's always setting up the next fight. And I think even after that fight, that ended in controversy with mm-hmm. the eye poke. Pedro Munoz. Prior to that, he posted a video of him. Uh, he's always been going back and forth with Peter Yan. Right, on Twitter and everything. But I think these are small things, like small... Uh, just Sprinkles. where he just sets little little throws little stones and and like spawning spots like if you're playing a video game you know let me spawn here mm-hmm. set like resets like you know what let me set this up let me set that up so he's setting up future fights as he's moving on right right and which is which is a smart thing to do I think um prior to his last fight he's taking shots at at Peter Jan still mm-hmm. right so that told me he already knew that there was a potential fight between the two of them yesterday on Twitter. He tweeted that Cody Garbrandt got knocked out when he heard I got this fight. When he heard I got the fight against Peter Young. <laughs> In case he loses this fight, that would be the fight to make, mm. I guess. I don't know if if Garbrandt wants to come back up, right? We don't know what's happening with Garbrandt. But at oh God, some point, those now. two will fight. At some point, those two are going to fight. They're going to have to see each other. So um, I think that he's doing all the right things. And I think that if we're looking at the fight stylistically now, from a technical standpoint... I do believe he has the tools to win this fight. If he maintains the distance, um, which he does pretty good already, um, use those front kicks, um, use that lateral movement, use those feints that he has, I think that he can get the job done. Mm. But it's a tough feat because he's going to have to continuously do that for a long for f- period of time. For, yeah. is it three, for five three rounds. rounds, he's going to have to do it's that. It's only three rounds, right? Is it a three-rounder? It depends. It's, it's not the main, main event. event. It's not the main event. Not Islam versus... Okay, so it's a three-round. So even so, but here's the thing. What I like about that fight for Sean O'Malley is that Jan is going to walk forward. Right. Jan is coming. High guard to a tall fighter, a slick tall fighter. High guard walking straight at you. That's not the one. Mm. That's easy money. That's easy money. The only problem is if the person can take it for a long period of time. Right, that's the only problem. If Peter, I mean, t- which I think Peter Young can. He can, but he also comes out strong in those later rounds. He too. does. He so does. And his a, grappling, I think yes, his grappling is actually better. He's stronger than the rest of the guys that O'Malley mm. has faced. But I'd refer back to, I'd refer back to um, Sanhagen versus Peter Young versus Peter Young. I'm gonna rewatch that fight. We did a breakdown on that fight, and I think that Sanhagen definitely could have won that fight. Mm. There was times where he could have won that fight, but, I, but it was a five-rounder, and also he just made bonehead errors with the spinning attacks right. that caused him to lose balance and shit like and that, get, right? Yeah. And end up in positions, unfavorable positions. But in my opinion, I do feel like both these guys can win this fight, Sean O'Malley 
and uh, Peter Yan. But I think Peter Yan's best bet is winning this to win in this fight is on the ground. Mm-hmm. On the feet, I don't see it. And I've always never been a. I've always was. Remember, I was very critical of Peter Yan, and I know this is a hot take. I know it's a hot take. Listen, I'm not saying he's not good. I think he's extremely good. But I don't think his stand-up ability is what we make it out to be. Right. Versus a style opponent that he's going up against. Another guy, yes. He'll dominate in the average guy or another guy that's just going to clash with him. This guy in Sean O'Malley is not going to clash with him. He's going to use the footwork. He's going to use the distance. He's going to pop that jab extremely fast. You don't know... Where the, the techniques are coming from, what direction? I think he gets it done. Mm, damn, that'd I be think, wild. I think he gets it done. That really would be crazy if Sean O'Malley does get the win, especially, especially if he gets a finish. Because I see a lot of people saying uh, they got Jan. They stay, everybody, because everyone I, says no chance. Everybody has yeah. Jan. I know, I know, and that's why I'm picking. And that's why I'm picking uh, O'Malley because he does have the skill set to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Jan more likely to win. Everyone's gonna say right. That's fair. Looking, but looking at the styles, but I do think that. Uh, O'Malley has the tools to do it. I'm gonna go with O'Malley. If he shows up right with the right cardio, I think he can get it done. Just based off the fact that Jan just walks at you like this, right? He takes shots. It's tough, man. I'm gonna have to make a decision close to the fight because I honestly I don't know who to go with. O'Malley got the power, got pop in his punches. Mm-hmm. You know, the game plan would be for Peter Jan to just chop the legs. No, yeah, if that 100, percent 100 percent that would be. Damn, that's going to be a crazy fight, though. That's going to be a sick-ass car in Abu Dhabi as well. Chat, what does chat think? They, so, what does chat they think? They say they got Jan. Excessive they, asks, can Sean take shots, the body work from Jan? And John, uh-huh. Jonkin says, O'Malley's last fight made me lose faith in him. Jan already beat much better O'Malley in the Sanhagen fight as well. And 2K said, hot take, Jan is top three, pound for pound. He just made bad mistakes in the Aljo fight, which you can't do. Hmm. All right, all right, all right. You know what I'm about to say. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too, though. I ain't gonna lie. There you go. Now we got two hungry people. You were gonna say two hungry boys, weren't you? I was gonna say that. I stopped myself. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad we get some early fights tomorrow. That's gonna be exciting. Like yes. we said, get it over with in the day. Watch them during the day, and then we're done by night. Do whatever we want. Uh. But that's it, people. We went for a while. We went for almost two hours. Holy yeah. shit! That's it. We got. We about long. to hit. We about to hit Cody Dan K. Cody Dank. Uh, Jonkin said, "I do want to see Jan versus Sanhagen breakdown, though. Maybe in the Discord since it's not on YouTube." Um, Ooh, that's yeah. good. We'll do a breakdown. We'll definitely do a breakdown. Uh, the breakdown is actually in the vods on on uh on Twitch. If you go look back on my vods, I think we did that last month or early this month. So, nice. um, late last month, early this month. Check it out. But we could do another breakdown. Um, uh, Randy, uh, 2K said, ask Handy if he saw 2K gym diet. No, I didn't see his gym diet. Is it in the Discord? I think he said. All right. I'll check it out. I'll check it out in the Discord, yeah. my man. All right, I see I see you, 2K. I see you out there working, though. Keep up the good work, my man. Shots, my boy be yeah. in the gym every day. He asked, is Randall playing Warzone? I'll carry tonight. You never carry. I carried when we played the other day. I don't want to hear Did that. you? Yeah. yeah I'm I nice. can see that. I can I'm see nice. That. All right, people. GG's. Adios. See you Sunday. Ciao. Bye. Bye.